Party foul. No one would have known about that's that the, if you would have said that's something. That's the second fucking glass of wine she spilled tonight. He made me use a plastic glass. She used a plastic glass because she broke a real well, glass earlier tonight. All right, keep going. It's a good thing. Like plastic, too. It's Travis. Travis. Um, <laughs> so is Tim's. <laughs> Travis. He's drinking out of a wine glass. Well, he might Travis. need that glass, Travis. I don't know. <laughs> but it is a Travis glass. This is my wine glass, Travis. Leave me alone with Adam, Travis. We feel each other. Shit. We feel each other. My, my, my friend Travis holds my wine. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I love you, Adam. I love you. Please stand clear of the beers. Por favor, manténganse alejada de la cerveza. So while you wake. Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult theme podcast. Hey everybody, this is Whistling Disney, a couple's podcast. Three Sheets to the Mouse may contain language and subject matters that aren't suitable for smaller aviators. And in true Southern fashion, we open up our homes to you, tell you to come on in, sit down, grab a drink. Okay, let's review. That is F-bombs, earmuffs, get drunk, smoke them if you got them, and send nudes. Anything else? Oh yeah, enjoy the show. Shit. I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared. Be free, Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 105 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We're five average guys with love for all things Disney, and I'm Scott, and joining me on this week's show are four guys who know how to catch it down in New Orleans. Tim. We caught something down there, right? Shit. Mikey. I love how you made sure to point out the fact that, first of all, I'm Scott. Well, look, like I said it last week, 103 episodes have gone by. I've never actually said my name. Yeah, don't don't fucking open the door for everybody else. Go ahead and walk right on in first. First, I, first. you know, for 103 episodes, I've I've opened the door for all y'all. Yeah. It's me time. Yeah. It's a party it's, for this me. This is Scooter's time. <laughs> this is starting to sound sadder and sadder. Look, we're, we we're just gonna start calling you Scooter. <laughs> Trenton. Thanks, Scooter. And Adam. Yes, we all caught something. But as you can tell from this week's introduction, we're also joined by the wonderful hosts of NOLA's own Whistling Disney podcast, Brant and Sydney. Are we ever going to do another episode? <laughs> we're doing one right now. It's a limited yeah. edition. It's a rare, it's a, it's a rare vintage. <laughs> you know what? You can simultaneously yeah, exactly. Whenever I release it, people are like, oh my God, a new Whistling Disney episode. <laughs> Just oh. kidding. Psych. I called Brant on the phone today and I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, I need some shit to listen to. Can, th- we, can we make this happen? I think please? at this point, I gotta re up my my Podbean service. It's like you haven't posted anything in <laughs> seven months. We canceled your subscription. <laughs> it's, it's like when you go to the gym after like six months, the thing says check status, yeah. yeah, and you just like walk in. And you're like, yeah, I know. With your head down in shame. <laughs> you gotta sign the waiver again. Yeah, it's so long. <laughs> Our terms and conditions have changed. Fuck. 
Oh, but we're here to talk to you about some Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, and grab some of those man-catching beignets. And enjoy the adult side <coughs> of Disney with Three Sheets of the Mouse. So speaking of man-catching beignets, all right, uh, I'm going to open with what I am drinking, and that is a Purple Haze Abita beer from good New stuff. Orleans. That's good it stuff. It is. It's actually not from New Orleans. It's close. Well, Abita Springs, Louisiana. It's close enough. Sorry to call you out, Scott. <laughs> Yeah. Keeping it, keep it real. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Our favorite thing to do is to make Scott sound not right because he's always so right all the time. He that is making right. him not sound right is like the best thing ever. Keeping it real. But it does it does capture the tantalizing spirits of, and the dark mysteries of New Orleans, brewed with pilsner and wheat malts, along with some Yangard hops and some raspberry. It, it you know what? I don't like fruity beers, but this is just the right amount of like hops and fruit, and it's really good. All there- it's not overly fruity at all. They do no. good with their flavored beers. They do a strawberry one too, and it's just like a hint. It's it's not super sweet like a lot of beers. It gives you like the hint of the flavor, but not all the sugar. The strawberry is really good. I gotta say, the one time I, the first time I bought the strawberry one from Abita, I opened it and didn't didn't pay attention to it for like I don't know five minutes, and I look back over. There's this big tower of foam that was, like, coming out of the top of it. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this beer. Do I drink it or not? But it was. It ended up being really good. I like the raspberry we, one better than the strawberry one, personally. Oh, yeah. I don't think we I may or may not have had some strawberry, strawberry on the way to New Orleans. I don't know what you're we talking about. We do not condone drinking Alleg- in, in Allegedly. cars, Allegedly. Tim. Allegedly. <clears throat> Allegedly. Adam's never had that beer. He's never been to the Edison. I don't know. No, I've had. I said I've had it. I just didn't. I didn't care for the strawberry. Oh, one. I thought you just said you allegedly hadn't. No, allegedly had oh. it on a certain area of oh. Louisiana. Oh. Yes, but he's had it after that. No, I think I actually had it before that. Oh, <laughs> I, you know what? I I I like all of their beers. The Turbo Dog is really good. Um, I've never had the Andy Gator. That one's good. But I I do I do like the I do like Pearl Hayes. And, you know, for the last, like, three hours, I've been singing Jimi Hendrix in my head. <laughs> yeah. It gets yeah. in your head. I'd much prefer to hear you sing that out loud, though, I think. Purple Haze! Yeah, no, it changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mikey, what are you drinking tonight? You know, I got visited by uh, Shooter Royalty over the over this earlier this week, and, and Trader Shan came by and visited me as... Uh, as he's prone to do once in a while, he dropped off a bottle of Russell's Reserve. Oh, the so, Whiskey Fairy. Uh, nice. Yeah, a little Whiskey Fairy action. and uh, The Whiskey Princess. Yeah, also, he's also a Pumpkin Princess because he dropped a couple of those off uh, for the old ball and chain. But uh, I'm having some uh, Russell's Reserve this evening. It's is, good. Is that, the, like uh, that the, the red maroonish label? label? Yeah. The tin? I had a tin yeah. this weekend, but it was like a white label. It's white and red, isn't it? Yeah, it's a white label. Well, okay, there, but, there's, but there's one that's yeah, like a maroon label, like the solid le- with the white letter. Yeah, uh, and I don't, I don't know if that's oh, older no, or this, younger. This is a. I don't know. This is definitely a home t- home game on this bottle. It's not wearing the road jersey. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got I got it. that got reference. It. Got it. Thank you, Scott. Uh, no, Russell's Russell's tenure is pretty good. I, I know Tim has drank that on the show way back on like episode like twelve or something like that. 
Back when we first started, yeah. you had that a couple times. Yeah, well, our friend uh, Anthony brought us a couple bottles. Yes. It's good. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, the wild turkey stuff, I'm, but, you know, Jimmy Russell does do some good bourbon. And uh, I've heard Master's Keep is really good. The Russell's Reserve is, is excellent. Um, so he's got he's got talent. He wouldn't be there for, what, 40 years if he, had, if he didn't have talent? I never got into it. Could, it could all just be made up. You ever heard a Widow Jane story? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I, I never got a, got into yeah. the turkey, uh, wild turkey bourbons. And honestly, I guess because of the association, it was kind of a guilty by association. I never dug into Russell's, but I had that. I had a 10-year this weekend, and it was pretty pretty good, pretty solid. It's pretty solid. I never had wild turkey because I just remember my granddad drinking when I was little and just getting shit-faced. And I just never... Yeah, my, I, my dad collected the bottles. Like he has some really cool wild turkey bottles. Ones, yeah. yeah, they're like telephone oh, yeah, and train to, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they used to release special editions. My grandpa had a bunch of those as well. I, I put wild turkey, right, turkey Tim, in the same you, like category as Southern Comfort, though. Like I feel like it's you only drink it to get fucked up. You don't drink it to enjoy it. <laughs> well, I think that's wild Trained turkey. One fucking headache is what it sounds like. <laughs> so cool yeah. in line. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Tim, what do you got in your glass tonight? Well, since New Orleans is over, done with, the next trip up is Disney. I'm missing Disney, so we're drinking Black Pearl. Ooh, busting open the Ooh. good stuff, huh? That is an excellent one. It's Pop Pop's favorite, yes. isn't it? One You know what? It's, it's like perfectly balanced. It's fruity, not sweet, but also not like too bold. Well, it's a blend, so yeah. what is it? Shiraz and Cabernet. Yeah, Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh, I, th- I thought mm-hmm. it was a straight Shiraz. Mm-hmm. No, it's a blend. It's a um, one of them is. The, I think the uh, the other Black Pearl is a. Oh, is that what it is? Shiraz. Okay. Yeah, this is a blend. It's not the Mischief Maker. This is the other one. The Mischief Maker is the. Yeah, it's an excellent bottle of wine. You guys know more about wine than I do. <laughs> Wait, your twelve dollar bottle of wine? Fuck it. Don't judge. <laughs> you know what? You know what? City drinks cheap white wine. I said, also, don't judge. Also, I was drinking at Apothic Red, which Scott goes, that's a good bottle of wine. It's not a bad bottle, except you filled up your glass, did not allow any airflow into that glass. Oh. Wait, you actually like Pearl is only nineteen dollars. Oh, oh he filled he filled the glass. He filled the glass. Mm. All of like twelve and a half ounces of that glass. So he just dumped the bottle of wine in the <laughs> Pretty glass. Much. Oh, it takes <laughs> Let's see how much I this can hold. Too. Oh he he <laughs> He was getting it's an open waist. top glass. It can breathe for sure. <laughs> uh, Brent, what do you got tonight? Uh, I'm drinking 1792 Bottled and Bond, the the yellow label. Mm. It's great. It's awesome juice, and this is just like perfect down the pipe bourbon. Nothing too crazy, just solid juice. Yeah, good stuff. I, I really like the bottle of Bond. It's got a little more kick than their uh, small batch. I like that. A little, little hotter. I think it's what, 100 proof versus the 90. 98.6. Sounds like body temperature. You got Nick Lachey yeah. in that bottle? This is a single barrel. What's the other single barrel? <laughs> is that this one? No, they're both hot. I didn't realize that the single barrels were that high. They're all, both 98%. 98 degrees. Oh, that's 98 degrees. Now, is that rectally? It's tearing or? up my heart. <laughs> Tearing up my heart is not 98 degrees. It's not. No, that's insane. Come on, Scott. I know. They're all interchangeable. I don't really. I, I never got into Lance 98 Bass degrees. is rolling over in his grave. He's not dead. 
I was just going to say he's dead. <laughs> I have no idea. May as well be. What's he done? He couldn't get on the Russian space rocket. He tried so. to buy the Brady Bunch house and got bought out. Yeah, you're right. So he, he tried did. to do something he good. Can't, can't even spend his own damn money. Well, maybe if he had Justin's money, he could have bought the Brady Bunch house. Uh, Trent, what do you got in your glass tonight? A huge stein of Guinness 200 year. It's like the 200th anniversary Guinness. That's a oh, big chug. stein of beer that will last you 36 yeah. seconds. Chug. Go Trent. Go Trent. I would chug. just think a 200 no, year old beer sounds disgusting. Don't you remember? Don't 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 you remember Sydney's birthday dinner? Yeah, y'all chug, had the whole chug, restaurant chug, telling chug, me to chug. chug. You better chug that beer, Trenton. Why do I have to do things like <laughs> that? Well, why did I have to do it? Hungover, but I did your it. Birthday. Peer peer pressure, Sydney. She didn't pressure. even get her cupcake. Yeah, I didn't. No, she didn't. She got to watch two grown people eat it in front of her. That was awesome, though. I they love when they do that. It. They smashed it into <coughs> fucking cake holes. And then asked me if I wanted what was left of it. it I'm was... like, no. <laughs> you should have said yes and see what their reaction was. I should have <laughs> ate it. I should have said, y'all yeah, take it and just shoved it in my mouth. But. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how immature Mikey is when I say things like that. <laughs> Sydney, what do you got in your glass? I was going to say Pappy 25, but I knew nobody would believe it, so I got cheap white wine like usual. No, because we know Brant wouldn't let you open yeah, it. We'd be fucking divorced. Unless he's got one to show. No, I tell him all the time, I said, if, if I ever leave you, I'm taking the Pappy with. <laughs> oh. Pap- you know what? I think there's a country song about that. Is it Blood yeah. on the Saddle? It's Blood on the Saddle. <laughs> Look, tonight we wanted to uh, pay homage to uh, the sheet-up that just happened in NOLA, uh, but also Mardi Gras, which is happening uh, just this week as we as we speak. The, uh, the Festival of Fat Tuesday is going on, so we want to do a little bit of uh, NOLA recap, uh, NOLA history down in New Orleans, some Mardi Gras, and kind of just talk about one of, I, I honestly think, one of my newer favorite movies, and that's Princess and the Frog. Yeah, it's a sleeper. It's an underrated movie. I tried to exp- tried to oh, oh, tried to explain underrated. it to Trent. So I've yeah. read. It's one. It's one that I can watch over and over again. And I don't know if it's because it's our heritage and they did a really good job on it, or if it's just really good. But I, I we watch it often. Yeah, slightly biased. Though. We are biased. Well, yeah. Well, it's not like they gave you Brave like they did to my people. I mean, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I love Brave. I really do. I haven't watched it. I think I watched it once all the way through. We watched it once and done. I love it. it. It's wispy. It's better than Princess and the Frog. Brave? Trenton. Absolutely Brave? Not. No, no, no way. Oh, it's not even close. This. And with that, we Trenton, are derailed. Trenton, do you just like to disagree with Bran on purpose? My family's from yep. Scotland. What do you want me to say? He likes to disagree with everybody. It's Trenton's job to be the voice of dissent. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Well, you're wrong. I'm allowed. But that's cool. You don't have you're opinion. more than welcome to think that I'm wrong, and you're more than welcome to think that The Princess and the Frog is, is a great movie. I just... Trenton, I'll let you keep talking, but first, let me say, Princess and the Frog <laughs> is really good. Hey, if you're from Louisiana, I'm sure it's amazing. All right. So, look, 
to, to understand a little bit about uh, Princess and the Frog, to understand uh, New Orleans, to understand all of this, we really have to go back to 1699. So tonight, as we record this, is the 320th anniversary of the very first Mardi Gras ever held in America. Are we going to party like it's 1699? <laughs> we might as well. So look, Mardi Gras is a tradition that dates back thousands of years to pagan celebrations of spring <coughs> fertility, but it really became popular when Christianity arrived in Rome, and because religious leaders needed to incorporate the old pagan festivals, they incorporated the excess and debauchery of the Mardi Gras season because ain't nobody know how to party like a Roman party. So I actually didn't realize that. So so Mardi Gras is just as much of a holiday as, say, Christmas or Halloween? It always falls beca- on, on the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday because that was a way for the Romans to incorporate Christianity to the pagans. Yes, because Easter's about a bunny that lays Easter's. He hides them. He doesn't lay them. He steals them from the chickens. And then he goes and hides them. Because he hard... But he hard... I thought Easter was about zombie Jesus. But he hard boils them first. Right. You ever stepped on one that wouldn't? Uh, Jewish okay. didn't really do the Easter egg hunt thing, so... Adam planted jelly beans, and when yeah. he went out the next day, there was lollipops all stuck in the ground. Willy Wonka what? No, he got that what? from Chris Trossel's post he shared on I Facebook. Did. I did get that. Wow. Oh, that was it wasn't funny then, it's not funny that now. That was a horrible meme. <laughs> did you just fucking meme on the yeah. podcast? <laughs> you did. Fuck it. Uh, that's not relevant. Uh, mute him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink this big beer. We've been telling you to chug it, but him? you won't. Can I snooze him, please? Can I snooze him? <laughs> I can I can mute him. Uh, but no, Mardi Gras is, as Christianity spread throughout Europe, it spread to the French. And the French really, you know, in the 1600s also liked to party. And they decided to create this thing called Fat Tuesday. Now, Fat Tuesday was basically the Tuesday before Lent that you would basically eat all of the meat and just engorge yourself and drink a lot because the next 40 days we're going to be spent fasting. So, we have Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras, which is French for Fat Tuesday. So, that's not the same thing. I mean, Lent, now you still get something for 40 days, but it's not fasting, right? I mean... No, you do fast meats on Fridays. You do give up things, but yeah, it's a little bit of fasting. Well, you're supposed to. Yeah, I'm not. I, I've never been. Uh, so Trenton, basically, where it comes from is you're you're supposed to like fast or give up something for 40 days. But whenever a long time ago, whenever they were having a lot of like immigrants come into the country that didn't speak our language, they didn't really understand what was going on. So they got together and like they decided like to make a rule that hey, this is easy. You can't eat meat on Fridays. That's what you're giving up. And that's yep. kind of where that came okay. from. Yeah, I mean, also- like, I just know growing up here, the, the kids that I knew or the people that I knew that 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 were in support of Lent, they were like, well, I'm not going to drink beer for 40 days. Or You can pick whatever yeah. you want, but they, they also, there is a rule yeah. that you're not supposed to eat meat on Fridays, and the rule comes from immigrants who didn't understand the yeah. fasting thing, and they just made this rule, like, here's what you do. They also didn't want to say, hey, welcome to America. Glad you got out of your poverty-stricken country. Now you can't eat for 40 days because we're in the middle of this thing called Lent. Now, so. don't don't Catholics, or is it Catholics or Jewish people that don't eat meat on Fridays every week? Well, that... That's how it was no. for Catholics no. back in the okay, day. Okay, so it's Catholics. Okay. We went out... They can eat fish, though, right? Right, you're that's cool. You can eat fish. Yeah, you can eat fish. Well, that was a big Italian thing I want to say, too, is like... 
a lot of Italians. 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 Italians are we went to Catholic school. They did yep. not serve meat on any Friday. Like even outside of Lent, there was no meat served for lunch at school on Fridays. I don't remember that. I remember during Lent, but no, you don't remember they, they, cheese pizza and baked potatoes on Friday for lunch? Oh fucking a! Are you Ew. fucking kidding me? I eat meat and I want cheese pizza, cheese pizza and a baked potato. Wait a minute. South Carolina, we have pepperoni pizza. Huh? Yeah, but we—I didn't realize they were doing that on purpose. That's exactly what they were doing. Son of a bitch! They got you. Scott's been had. <laughs> I've. He's been. <laughs> 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 but look, boom! You got Bishop. Boom, boom! Roasted. <laughs> Dating back to 1699, the first American Mardi Gras took place uh, when French explorers Pierre Lamont de Iberville and Sieur de Benvenel landed near present-day New Orleans, Louisiana, and there they had a small celebration and dubbed their spot Pont du Mardi Gras. Tim Scott's doing a pretty good job. It was close enough. But in the decades that followed, New Orleans and other French settlements began marking the holiday with street parties, mass balls, lavish dinners. And when the Spanish took control of New Orleans, they actually abolished all of these rituals until 1812. So almost for 100 years, there was no Mardi Gras in New Orleans because the Wait. Spaniards... Spanish didn't really have New Orleans for all that long. About 100 years. No, it was less than that. Significantly less. I thought. The French had it the most. Yeah, it wasn't a hundred years. That it's time did, Do we have anybody who took like a New Orleans well, history in school that might both be able of to us answer? we took Louisiana history in eighth grade, but I don't think it. The Spanish controlled okay. New Orleans from 1763 through 1803. So, so then, fifty years. Yeah, it's a lot less than hundred. France only had it from 1803 to 1812. But then they got it back. No, sixteen. 1699. Yeah, and then it went back to France. Yeah. That's what I was reading. Yeah. It went back to France. To, pay, after the to pay a war debt, France gave up control of Louisiana to Spain, who controlled the colony from 1763 until 1803. And there is still some Spanish influence in New Orleans, but it's mainly French. And then in 1803, they sold it to uh, the United States to Thomas Jefferson. Wait, hold on. So now I'm even learning about this. So you said the Spanish had it to 1803, but then we bought it. How we how did we buy it from the French? From the French. All right. So in 18 France regains control of Louisiana from the Spanish uh, when Napoleon um, repurchased the land. But because of France's failure to put down the revolt in uh, Saint-Domingue, uh, coupled with the prospect of renewed warfare with the United Kingdom, Napoleon was forced to sell Louisiana to the United States. For five minutes... And then sold it. And they flipped it. They flipped yeah. it. It's they a fix, flipped it. Yeah. Fix or flip. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did. And then the, the, the U.S. used their Disney visa. That way they could get the points that oh, they could cash in they, for a gift card They later sold on. it on the secondary market, made a big killing yeah. on it. Actually, did. Did we did. not have right or first refusal? Apparently they <laughs> no. did not. They did not. Uh, so, yes. The Spanish retroceded it back to... Spain, um, back to France, and then Thomas Jefferson sent a letter to Pierre Samuel Dupont. 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 Back. Dupont. Uh, so then, you know, from 1812 to 1827, Mardi Gras was kind of like a, a small celebration. It really didn't pick up again until 1827 when a group of students donned colorful costumes and danced through the streets of New Orleans, emulating the revelry that they had, they had observed while visiting Paris. And that is really when Mardi Gras kind of kicked off back in the stateside. And today we have just an absolute 
debauchery. It literally fuels the souls of people that live around here. I mean, we know we have. There's a girl that works at the local bar. She'll work Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, any holiday. She'll work. She's like, as long as I get Mardi Gras. Scott, it's a. It's not a. Uh, it's a debauchery. Is what it is. It's a debauchery. debauchery. <laughs> Wait, no, we gotta speak. Uh, we gotta speak Louisiana French. It's debauchery. Is that not what it is? <laughs> is that how you have to say that's it? Close. That was close. That was close. You gotta say it would be got peanut butter be, in the roof of your mouth. Yeah. It would be spelled with about thirty letters of <laughs> And an yeah. X. There's an X in there too somehow. <laughs> There's always an E A U X. Random silent X in every word in New Orleans. There are a couple of other Mardi Gras celebrations around the world. Paris has a big one. Um, L- Las Vegas obviously has their own version of Mardi Gras. But St. Louis actually has the nation's second largest Mardi Gras. Down in the French district of Soulard. Bigger than Mobile, Alabama? Uh, I think it's like right on par with Mobile. Mobile was actually the first capital of the Louisiana Territory. I bet, I bet y'all are glad that you guys gave up Mobile. <laughs> You'd all be fucking Nick Saban fans. Alright, so so look, we, we invited some NOLA natives to come on the show and talk about Mardi Gras. What exactly happens down in New Orleans? Like, other than the flashing... <laughs> Get and, fucked up. <laughs> other than the flashing and the bead throwing, what yeah. is Mardi Gras? Talk about all the really stuff like? that doesn't involve titties. That's what we want to talk about. Give us the soul of Mardi Gras. The soul of Mardi Gras is the people that live in the city. It really is. I mean, they live for this holiday. It's just a bunch of people coming together. And, I mean, Tim and Adam were there the weekend before Mardi Gras. You don't meet a stranger person that you just met in the bar will buy you a drink. I mean, there's parades going on, but it's just a lot of camaraderie in the city and just people getting together to have a good time. Yes. And a lot of food, a lot of fun, just a, a party. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah, it's um, it's just like, pretty much like Saints Saints football. They, people in New Orleans that live in New Orleans live for Saints football and Mardi Gras. And it's just, it's a big ass tailgate for the whole weekend. And I mean, it's centered, it's centered around the colors you know everything's purple green yellow king cake um which you talk kind of talk about king cake and what that is and then um the parades the the crazy thing is the big parades the major the major parades run uh at night so the floats are super extravagant i mean like double decker yeah, floats multi and- like just thousands just the amount of money that they spend on this and throws and um of course you throw beads and other kind of trinkets and shit like that it's not a um it's not like a, uh some parades throw candy but this is mostly like just trinkets frisbees and whatever but um hula hoops, hoops. yeah brand i read an article back where lsu and tulane got their colors from mardi gras that's why lsu's purple and gold and tulane's green i don't know how true that is but it was in an article that i read like so if that is true that's how deep mardi gras lives in that city yeah but the, it makes the sense. big ones um start kind of the late afternoon roll for a couple hours and then they typically end in either the Superdome or the convention center and then it's it's like the Mardi Gras ball and it's basically just an all night insane I mean they had this year they had Lionel Richie and Flo Rida and uh, I don't know big massive national acts and there's parades uh, all day too so the big parades roll at night like Bacchus and Endymion but all day long parades start probably about 11 o'clock and then just roll one after the other one all day till the big parade gets there you gotta be really you gotta be a pro to go all day in New Orleans or you can be an adult and not drink but who, who does that What's well, you an just adult? gotta pace yourself. What's, what's pasting? Pace yourself. Not, 
What's an adult? They don't know. They they did we it. They know. Adult. Go to New Orleans they and know. not drink. We needed an adult. We had gin. <laughs> we needed, yeah. We, we had, had, we had, we had we Who got drunk too, so we were in trouble. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, we needed it's an It's funny adult. because I saw um, Brian Adams Jr. and uh, Michael Indolin saying you know, that they were going to come to New Orleans and, and crush Bourbon Street or take over Bourbon Street. And I'm like, man. No. Many a- New Orleans would eat you alive and spit you out. Bourbon Street crushes everyone that steps foot on it. Many a professional three sheets drinking team have been to New Orleans and uh, got spit out. If it can take Shan down, it can take anybody down. <laughs> Stephanie is the professional drinking mom. She is. This she would have made man Stephanie who's... cry. Do you know what? The, the only reason why I got taken down is because I got sick. Good excuse. And that was <laughs> that was the next night. That was the last night. I mean, we partied all day the day before, oh, man. I, with no problems. The the problem with it is is no. the sugar in the drinks. I'm telling you, and they're and they're yeah. strong. So they put a bunch of juices to mask how strong the drinks are, and you don't even realize how much alcohol you're consuming until you're dancing on stage at Razoo's, grinding on a lady you just met at two o'clock. What was the What was the first thing I told you when I talked to you on the phone the other day, Brant? It was all that sugar in those drinks, isn't it? It is. It's 100% what it is. But the sugar makes you feel like shit, but the sugar masks the alcohol. You, look, so you, you really can go, I have no doubt that you could go to Bourbon Street and just drink, you know, David Thacker signature Miller Lights all day. I don't day know. And, How many Miller... They give you three Miller Lights at one time for $7. This is a good point. That's true also. It was <laughs> three for one at James got James got $7.75 for three beers. That's cheaper than minor league hockey games in Charleston. Yeah, dude. James got this beer called a big ass beer i mean this thing was like 96 96 ounces like he had to throw it away because the beer got hot before he could finish it that's how much beer it was yeah so mm-hmm. but, but you could probably go and drink beer and do okay all day but if you start drinking hurricanes hand grenades voodoo, I mean, voodoo all these uh what was the purple vegas bombs voodoo, yeah vegas the vegas bombs. bombs are where we went wrong i think uh, monsoons and all this you, you just you die oh yeah the monsoon was ridiculous which one was the, the one at Portacol. The one we had at the burger place. I can't keep track of them all. They all tasted the same after a while. That was <laughs> That's my That's because you were drunk. I remember the colors more than the white. It was the, the pink one in the white cup. <laughs> okay. Got it. It, just, it. it tastes like diabetes and amnesia. <laughs> I remember the colors. And then the drink we had after that was a purple one in the white yes, cup. Yes, exactly. The purple That's frozen the one. Was it fizzy? No, it was. A, it was. A, it's basically a grape no. slushy. It was. A, it was a frozen. Yeah, it was a grape slushy. Just steeped in. And one it tastes like grape Kool-Aid. That's it. That's 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 it. I feel like I have a headache. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> you should have seen me on. I, I threw up on Saturday morning and rallied for the day. Then threw up Sunday morning and died. What color was it? Well, it was rainbow. <laughs> I, she threw up the gay pride flag somehow. It, it looked like I a king cake. <laughs> it was a king cake throw up. <laughs> <laughs> but no baby came out. All sparkles and glitter. I killed Trenton. <laughs> oh my god, all I could think of was her throwing up a baby. <laughs> oh my god. Where are we going yeah, with this? Yeah, this is you, Scott. This is you. This is all Why you, Why did brother. you invite us on here? <laughs> to talk about baby. talk how about babies are made. Throwing up babies and drinking tequila. Speaking of. The Whistling Disney crew is going to do their tequila shot that they do uh, to mark a segment Segway. There you go. Then we'll get back on track after this. Who else is? Then we'll get back on track. Got something to shoot. Oh, Trent's chugging a beer, but he didn't. Trenton, 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 Trenton. So you know, in 
obviously, since this is a Disney podcast, we wanted to bring this all back to Disney. You can actually celebrate Mardi Gras at Disney and Disney Springs. Sure. Trent's here to tell us a little bit about that Fat Tuesday down in uh, down in Disney. Big old f- my six hundred pound Tuesday. I'm ca- I'm kind of excited to hear about this. It sounds like fun. Now we talked we talked just a bit about this on episode 104, but let's get into let's get into full detail of Mardi Gras in New Orleans, or in uh, Mardi Gras in Disney. So Scott, if you're in Disney for Mardi Gras and you want to get all jazzed up, you can head over to Port Orleans, and they actually have a a, a sanctioned um, parade. It's it's not. It's not like the Fort Wilderness one during Halloween or Christmas that's just random guests that, that fix up their golf carts. Well, it's it's sanctioned, but it's unsanctioned. It, there's ca- cast members it, well, participate. It's only cast members. Now, these are the people of the Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter. These are the cast members that, li- that work at the at these two resorts, and only these two resorts. Now, the one, the one at Wilderness Lodge is not that. No, that's all. It's, it's um, guest, right? That Wilderness Lodge? Yeah. It is. This is all cast members. It's a cavalcade. And they put on the whole shebang. And they throw they throw goodies. Um, you know, be it toys, beads, stuff like that. I don't think it gets quite as nipply as it does in uh, Spanish Town. Louisiana. They're not throwing boob balls? Mm, I don't think that happens. Um, Mikey, Mikey, don't go. I'll throw one at them. But... I think the most exciting thing, Scott. Now the parade's great, and, and if you want to see a version of this parade, you can look it up. It's it's on YouTube in, in in several instances. You can you can find this parade at Port Orleans for your your Mardi Gras needs on YouTube. I think the food in Springs is what really gets me going here, though. I didn't call me a fat shit, but to, to each his own. To each his own, man. You think the parade's the way to go? Look, I'll I'll tell you why I think the parade is the way to go. Sydney talked about Mardi Gras being kind of the soul of New Orleans. These people don't just be like, oh, we're going to have a little parade and we're going to walk down. No, 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 no. They take golf carts and they decorate these. I, I, I beg of you guys to look up these photos. I'll even post some in the group. They take golf carts and they turn them into the logs from Splash Mountain, the Jeeps from Kilimanjaro Safaris, the hearse from Haunted Mansion. They go all out. For they're this parade, great. no, they're great. They're no, great. No, this they put their heart and soul into this one day. I'm just not a parade guy, man. You come to New but, Orleans. I'm talking about like people putting their heart and soul into something and enjoying life, and this is why I get up for this. This, this to me looks amazing. It looks like a lot of fun, and it's it's definitely better. This is definitely better than any of the other resort parades, and that's what I was saying. This one's great. This isn't this isn't people building paper mache sharks on the top of their fucking Trenton. golf carts. I mean, this is this is uh yesterday. this is at French Quarter or Riverside. You said they start it they start at Riverside and go all the Richard way down. Riverside. So what's the so what's the route? The route's like the the conjoining walkway between the two. Like, where is it? It's a it's a pretty big it's a pretty big parade. So it it's starts long. off yeah. at the French or at the Riverside Resort over by the uh, uh, the mansions, and then they go all the way down the Sasagula. Until they get to the parking lot of the French Quarter Resort, okay, and then they go all the way down the South Sasagula in front of the French Quarter Resort, and then they do a loop around the Jackson Square area, and then they stop down there, take some photos, and then they go all the way back up to uh, Riverside, 
and make a stop just before Old Man Island, and then go finish up by the mount uh, by the mansions. I didn't know that there was a um, Jackson Square at French Quarter. I have we we went to Riverside, but we never got to go to French Quarter. We only passed it on the on the boat. So that's pretty. That's pretty Mikey cool. went Jackson uh-huh. Square. Yeah, Mikey walked the whole the whole thing. I'm Y'all like, walked the walk between them, right, Mikey? Uh, no, we we boated. Uh, from one one to the ne- one so, to the other. Jackson Square in New Orleans is one of my favorite areas in New Orleans. It's just it's got this crazy vibe. It's where all the fortune tellers and shit shit were. Yeah, I just I love that mm-hmm. that area. That's where that park is, right? Yeah, the where big the big park? statue, the Jackson okay. statue, the huge cathedral, yeah. St. Louis Cathedral. By the rapper this guy, is one of the the guy that was rapping as we walked yes. by to. And he oh, even called, he the called out three, three sheets because yeah. everybody had a three sheets. Because I was wearing three sheets shirts. This is one of the big draws that I have to Louisiana or New Orleans in general is that it's a lot like old Charleston, I feel like. It's those old, you know, the old uh, religious buildings, stuff like that. Big big squares. Plant- it is. They're called churches. <laughs> so the, you know, those no, religious not, buildings? Not necessarily. Where I mean, the people went to pray. In Louisiana, they're not, not necessarily called there's churches. Some of them are called I mean, cathedrals and stuff cathed- like that. Parishes. I mean, there's, there's, they're, they're called I mean, what? Is there, is there no, <laughs> is there no, is there no, there's no, there's no voodoo buildings and stuff. There like are, that? but they're not religious. I think voodoo is a religion. Touche. It's a cult. Touche. It's more of the occult, not so. Yeah, much. but they don't really have like huge cathedrals to voodoo. Yes, but there are buildings. Not really. Storefronts. Yeah, it, shacks. Really, I think. Yeah, it, you know. it's not like a. It's not very well advertised. But yeah, so I mean, the whole parade travels the entire route of Port Orleans, French Quarter, and Riverside. I, to me, this is this is the draw because this is where cast members put their time. Again, all of the work on these floats is their time off. So they take their time off work to work on these flo- these floats for the week, two weeks prior. Well, that was going to be one of my points. Uh, I, I didn't know if it was or not. I know When I said Disney sanctioned, I knew it was cast members, but... I don't know where you read that it was. They were. They were. There was their off time. They, they take their no. They take their off time to do all of this work for this parade. Good to know. There is some Disney sanction that Tiana and Naveen do attend the parade, and they're kind of like the king and queen of Mardi Gras for the parade because obviously. Um, but it is really just a a a good down home, you know, show of affection for New Orleans, and I totally dig this. I, I agree. I, it, this is really. This is, is it? Really is cool. it only on one day, or is it? You know, it's only is on it one on day? actual one day. Mardi Gras day. Okay, on Mardi Gras day. Yeah, Mardi Gras I always day, tell yeah. Brant we I want to okay. go to Disney for Mardi Gras, but the problem is everybody we know is in Disney right now. It's like Louisiana week because all the kids have off of school for the entire week this week. And that's a and that's one of the articles that I read on a on a website called Pint Size Cities was that there's a lot of people if you go to Disney during this week you're more than likely to turn to somebody next to you in line and they're from New Orleans oh, yeah. or it's Louisiana. like Jersey week like that week in um, November same thing it is and and that's what this website's saying it's it's very much Mardi Gras week people take off they let their kids off school they're they're in. And you're, you're going to see a lot of purple and gold and, and green in uh, in Disney this week. Uh, we know a ton of people there right now. Because like I said, the kids have off the entire week of school. C- start Monday through Friday. Kids are off everywhere around here. So they go to Disney. Because they think it's not going to be a lot of people. Because it's not summer and it's a holiday that only we have. So they go to Disney. Yeah, so I mean look. All you know, all in all, it's not just a great way for the cast members to let lo- you know let their hair down. They also get their own little barbecue, uh, Bubba Lou's Bodacious Barbecue. 
comes in and they kind of cater for the cast members. So the cast members get a nice little thank you t for doing this as well. But you get to actually see Jester Goofy and Mardi Gras King Mickey. That's cool. That's, that's, that would be pretty cool. I would go cool. just to see that. Those are costumes you never see. Well, I want to say when they announced the New Orleans cruises. Yeah, they had them in New Orleans. They had... Yes. Because I remember seeing pictures of there. Mickey and the Mardi Gras stuff on, like, Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. That would have been even I cooler do that if I'd known they'd have been there to go get a picture with Mickey on Bourbon Street. I don't think that would ever happen. Flashing. Mickey lifted his shirt oh, see, up I'm for looking... some beads. <laughs> now, I'm looking at one of, these, nipples glittered. one of these floats is actually a golf cart that is dragging a grill, and on that grill is a giant turkey leg. That's disgusting. Trenton, shut your mouth. Those turkey legs are <laughs> fucking gross. Nope. I will agree with you. They kind of are pretty terrible, but it's like, like nostalgic. Well, it's, Tim amazing. doesn't like turkey, so you can't go well, right It's yeah. because it has bones yeah. in it. They also... <laughs> that's right. Dude, they like also... Turkey. I feel like they just put them on in the morning and fucking forget about them. And they're, they're, just, dry, they're, they're dry. They're dry. As, they're dry. Fucking, they have those tendons, dude. and I feel like they're like those big yeah. HVAC fucking grade zip ties inside of them. You fucking bite yeah. into one. It's, yes. Like why? Like who? Who decided that we had to cook this this long? I'll eat them all day, all day, every day. Yeah. Pretty sure if you don't want trichnosis, you don't have to cook it for seventeen <laughs> hours. Though I mean these these things are like this is like old lady leather. Yeah, it's leathery. They're definitely leathery. It's, it's jerky. Leather. It's turkey jerky. Brent, you touch an old lady leather? On its own stick. So, so Scott, getting back to what I was saying that I was really excited about with with uh, Mardi Gras in Disney is at um, Disney Springs where House of Blues is going kind of all out. And I don't know why they chose House of Blues, but they... they uh, well, duh. New Orleans. Uh, really? I get it. Wow. Are you serious? Come on, Trent. But House of Blues is everywhere. It's not like it just. It wasn't. No, chain. Blues but music. Blues I, music. I get New that. Orleans. But jazz. it's everywhere. But I guess this is the best place to put it. I said, were they going to put it at the Edison? I mean, I mean, it makes more sense to put it at House of Blues. <laughs> House of Blues, exactly. Nobody would ever remember it if it was Exactly, <laughs> Mikey. They can't, they can't do specials at the boathouse? It smells like dead fish <laughs> when you walk in that place. New Orleans doesn't serve. I was going to make a more derogatory comment. with Louisiana. Have you done House of Blues? Have you done House of Blues in Disney Springs? Uh, we've eaten at the quick service outside. Is this like a barbecue joint outside? It's the right? same food essentially. But what, so, but what is so all House of Blues? But what is the vibe? Joint. What is the vibe of that House of Blues? Like I, I, I mean, I, I've passed. I've Passed by it several times. It Usually, depends. I pass by it at, at two a.m. piss ass drunk, and I don't it really recognize. Depends on who's like, playing it... there that night or what's going on. Very much so, um, because they have they have very differing acts at House of Blues, and that and that's why it's funny to me that I mean I guess that makes sense that they they they've chosen this place because they can go pretty eclectic and pick different things. Um, but this House of Blues, it really depends on who's there that night. From there, they've had. Isn't that yes, all of but them, this one's just—I don't know. I just wish this was somewhere better. I guess is what really. I guess that's what I'm saying. Why? Why? Where? Why, Where why would, would be a better place it? to I know, put but it? Why? Why is that a semblance of New Orleans? The or... blues. So Brant's so, on my side. It yeah, just blues. seems weird. It's not. It's not anything well, special. Give me, tell me a better place to put it. The boathouse. It needs, to, it needs to all be. I think it needs to all be at Port Orleans. Uh, why? In the Port ship? Orleans would, not, would be the only other place just, I would say. This whole weekend should just have been massive 
outdoor festival at Port Orleans for the whole weekend. Yeah, yes, but then, then uh, Brent, you've got kind of the people encroaching upon someone else's home for the week. Mm-hmm. So I get yeah. why they do it at Disney Springs because that's a place where people okay, can go okay, park okay. and not encroach on everyone for the week. Also, what bothers me is that one of the top dishes here is mm. a steak po'boy. Who the fuck making a steak po'boy? Nobody here. Nobody here. No, if, you, if you're it's doing a po'boy, it's shrimp and oysters. It's House of Blues. House of Blues started in Massachusetts. And that's what that's me and Brent were saying this that. whole time. But... But there's no place else that you can put this. No. But also, where if you, else would you put it? If you want a traditional New Orleans sandwich, you get a muffaletta. Uh, muffaletta. Does mm, it yummy? Then you have to say it right. Muffaletta from right Central now. Grocery. I, I almost think this would be better. Not whatever. Be, it's delicious. Not being at a restaurant, being in one of just either the center stage or like where that dockside center, margarita center place stage is. by dockside like, margarita would be a good spot for it. Just. But they took away all that when they closed the original Disney Sprint. What about setting up food carts? What about setting up food carts at the the little area next to Jock Lindsay's where the live music is? A lucky a lucky dog cart would they be awesome in Disney Springs. Or what about where, all the, where they don't? I'm still want, upset we didn't get a chance. We didn't get a lucky come back. dog. Well, here's the thing: they they don't want the whole Mardi Gras. They want us. Uh, controlled Mardi Gras. Well, I mean, but you're gonna. It ha- makes sense. I mean, it's a specific it's, it's holiday. They don't have to it, broadcast it. Are you telling me that Dizzy's worried about titties being whipped out? <laughs> I mean, it could happen. Yeah. Couple, couple Let's shots, and you never I'll know. My- Somebody's gonna be stupid. Don't forget <laughs> about that Arizona softball team on Tower of Terror. Mikey's like, I'm ready to whip <laughs> the dinner plates out. I mean, even the food truck roundup area would be. All you need is a place to get some outside food and drinks and then like a, a bar with a stage and a, and, and, and a hype, hype man to get Tim and I agree with, with, really with Brant here there's, there's gotta be a a Louisiana <laughs> New Orleans style food truck somewhere in the Orlando area that they could hire right oh yeah but there would never be they don't they won't do it because again, I think people would be. Stupid. Well, it's a specific holiday, so like, okay, we celebrate Mardi Gras. Well, what about other places that celebrate stuff? Now, do they have to cater to those people for their holiday? Yeah, but Jesus Christ is a well, whole I resort. Mean, what other holiday do we rip our boobs out for? I don't know. But we need more beans. of them, though. Of I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, we don't we have should those definitely either, have more. So. Hey, nobody whipped their boobs out last weekend. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, that's not glitter true. boobs. Who's glitter oh, boobs? Yeah, yeah, glitter, glitter, boobs. glitter boobs. What are we talking about? Well, here we'll you will hear about glitter boobs. We'll hear about it later. Oh, we're we're going to get into the Nola sheet up soon enough. What a but, tease. But, you know, look, there's plenty to do down in Disney uh, with Mardi Gras. And if you are going to be down there at some point in Mardi Gras, either this year, next year, or any other year after that, go check out uh, Port Orleans French Quarter Riverside. They have some wonderful Mardi Gras things. Uh, there's a masquerade ball that goes on at Port Orleans every uh, on that night. You can make your own Mardi Gras masks. You can have some uh, food. There's some drinks there. Scat Cats is open. Um, Yeehaw Bob is performing on Mardi Gras. It's the only Tuesday he actually performs. Scott. Yes. Boozy, boozy beignets. Uh, yeah, there are boozy beignets over at uh, Boat Rides. I haven't done that yet, but that would I, I'd actually be willing to do it because there's nowhere in New Orleans that you can get booze-filled beignets, so that sounds pretty it, interesting. And they're in the shape of Mickey, and that just makes them even You know what it better. does? And speaking about boat rides uh, last week, 
and 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 bringing it back. Why doesn't boat rides have jambalaya and and items like that on the menu? They, I think I they do have jambalaya. I also, I also say Boat Rights is another chain-owned restaurant. It's, it's yeah. at Port Orleans. They're Riverside. going to. You're thinking of. You're thinking of. Yeah, no, you're no, thinking of. Um, you're thinking of Boathouse. 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 I'm getting Boathouse. Yeah, yeah. Boat Rights, the ones that it's in Riverside. Speaking of beers that should be in Disney. Uh, Trent, Trent, they do have uh, Boat Rights. Does have jambalaya? Jambalaya. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's an A. That's a fucking A. I'm it's just telling you how we say it. Jambalaya. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm from a place where there are no accents all over the country, and I use all the letters that are there, and that's jambalaya. I too, I too have an accent, Scott. If you ever come here and Maybe. order jambalaya, you won't get served. So absolutely not. Scott says French words. That's all I'm going to say right now. So, no, you do not use all the letters. You know what my favorite thing is? To listen to Mousselanius and listen to Adam <laughs> pronounce French words. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll no, be the but first I love it. I it makes me so <laughs> Pino Gringo. Brant and Sydney, you guys heard our review of, uh, or I heard our our synopsis of boat rights. Brant, I'm, Brant and Sydney, I'm going to go over a couple things that were on boat rights menu. We, well, we've eaten at boat rights. Okay, so you've eaten at boat rights recently. We've eaten at boat rights. Uh, January. Yep. So you've you've eaten at boat boat rights. Correct. Was the food? Ha- I'll let Sydney. I'll let Sydney answer I'm this hundred percent, because Sydney, Sydney's the the Southern cook, so I'll let her answer this hundred percent. We asked Julius back on episode sixty-four. How Canadian is the Canadian Pavilion? How New Orleans is the menu here at Boat Rights? Okay. The menu. The menu is amazing. The problem is the crawfish bisque. That got me. So don't ruin it. I, this looks so good. I know. I was so excited. Please don't okay, sit on it. But. Let me explain to y'all. So we make a thing here called like crab and corn bisque. And it's like a white creamy sauce with crab and corn in it like a normal bisque. Just like like Casey and Suzanne say, clam chowder. It's very similar to that. Like it's a creamy white sauce. Mm-hmm. Crawfish bisque is completely different. It's crawfish heads stuffed with a mixture that you make and you grind it through a meat grinder it's like onions bell pepper bread crawfish ground through a meat grinder and then stuffed into the heads and you make a roux with like bell pepper and onions over rice so it's basically like rice and gravy with these crawfish heads that are stuffed with this mixture when you go there and you order crawfish bisque it's just like the lobster or crab bisque but with crawfish tails crawfish tails crawfish tails so it's a creamy sauce with crawfish tails to their credit it says on the menu traditional style bisque with crawfish tails a touch of sherry and finished in a cream but it's not crawfish bisque but it's what i'm saying is it's a traditional bisque which it's more like crab it's, bisque it's crawfish. exactly like yeah. crab bisque with crawfish but, but crawfish uh, but bisque here is more like rice and gravy if you came to louisiana and ordered crawfish bisque you would not get that dish no you it would, would get totally rice and gravy with crawfish heads stuffed with a mixture of like and basically you get into the crawfish head okay. pull it out and eat that so that was the letdown. Was, was it good it was good but it tasted like a lobster okay. bisque all right, so so this hope at least. It, yeah, it was it was, was a lobster good. it was a lobster bisque with crawfish people, tail. And everything else we got was good. I can't say it was. Ninety five percent of the country thinks of bisque. That's what they think about. They don't think about right, and that's and that's why exactly. they did it at Disney yeah. because it's easy for the for the 
user. If people got what we serve as crawfish bisque, they would probably freak out. Well, if the people from the Middle East came to Spice Road Table and ate, they'd be like, what the fuck is this horse shit? Yeah. yeah. But you gotta yeah, they appeal also to have, everybody. They also have, uh, I just saw they have Nashville hot chicken there. Yeah. Yes. yes. I want to. I love oh. Nashville. Hot oh my I just God. Went to, I can just I went tell to... my Nashville hot chicken story real quick? You can edit this out. But so we go to Nashville one day. <laughs> irrelevant. Irrelevant. Oh, Meme post. This is irrelevant. totally irrelevant. I'm just telling y'all. <laughs> and we go to this like hole in the wall. I mean, this restaurant. Snoozer for three days. No, it's going to be quick. The restaurant was in the middle of like a street, just like we live on. It was just a house on a street. We go to this restaurant. We order hot chicken. Best hot chicken I've ever had. But it came with a cornbread patty, which was sitting on top of the chicken. When the guy brought my plate, I said, is that dark meat? He grabbed the cornbread patty with his bare hand, lifted it up, and said, yep, it's dark meat. Put it back on my food and handed it to me. I was like... That's called flavor. Mm, That's called flavor, Sydney. It was weird. Anyways... (laughs) That's how you get the bronchitis. The guy, <laughs> the guy was this. This guy was sweaty. definitely just sweating in the kitchen when he walked, and he brought this. <laughs> and this wasn't on a this wasn't on a white ceramic plate. This was on a fucking paper plate, like a paper plate. Who's just yeah. like, yeah, in your and it's like out of a house in the ghetto of Nashville. Best yeah, food I've ever had. Red, but, uh, but look, weird. Scott, they got Turbo Dog barbecue ribs, which I think is that's what you I got I had. You liked them. I had, and I I thought they were they were pretty solid for I mean. For ribs, ribs, really? and, yeah, for ribs in general, and then being at a Disney restaurant, I'm not gonna say it was the best thing I ever ate, but I think I did some damage to them. They were pretty, they were pretty solid. Um, they also had Cajun fries that I remember being pretty good. And the, the food co- all the around was good. It, this, I'm this not gonna say it did 100 justice to New Orleans, but it for to appeal to everybody, it did a really good. So job. So I'll tell you what, this restaurant and Scott, you've you've been to this is is Turf Club to me. With a different different okay. it's it's a restaurant that if you're staying at that resort, don't miss it, but don't go out of your way to go to it. Exactly. See, we're all right, so we're going to we're going to Disney in May, and we have <coughs> now one open reservation. I'm gonna try my best to convince Andrew to come to this restaurant. Yeah, I would I Well well we'll be at Boulder we'll be at Boulder Ridge. Okay. And I would love to come down to uh, like I said, it, Port Orleans it, French or Riverside to It's eat probably it. not worth the, the travel to go to it. It, look, it's not going to no. disapp- it's not going to disappoint. But if you're staying on property, you definitely do it one night. But no, if down. you go early enough and you eat there, and then you go to the bar and listen to Yeehaw, Yeehaw Bob. Bob, it's totally worth it, a hundred percent. Or, or what I would recommend is head over to Port Orleans for dinner, grab some dinner at Riverside, take that boat down the Sasagula River down to Disney Springs, and then enjoy some nightlife there. You know how long of a boat ride that is. I was thirty minutes. I know, and I did not know that when we got on that boat, and like I was looking at my watch, like how long are we going to be on this boat? You know, you could probably walk faster. You could. You could pass the time watching laundry on your phone. (laughs) This is true. Yes. (laughs) Is an app for that? That's one of the best boat rides on property. It's such a calming. It is. I just wasn't expecting it to be like I didn't think there would be a thirty-minute boat ride in Disney. I just didn't expect it. It's it's not calming when you're on the boat and you're in-laws arguing. But other than that, it's a great. Exactly what happened to me. I thought it was. So if you don't get to sit down, remember that boat ride that we had to take that we didn't get to sit down from. where, where were we at? It was like a friendship boat, wasn't it? No, but I remember whenever Stephanie put held my own spit on a balloon for me. She did oh, do that. Nice. She did do that. That's <laughs> on our honeymoon. All right. So, uh, look, plenty to do with Mardi Gras down in Disney. But let's talk about the one film that has paid tribute to New Orleans and paid tribute to a little bit of Mardi Gras. Because there's a little scene, a little Mardi Gras in this. And that's Princess and the Frog. Now, Brent and Sydney, this is your jam. 
This is your time to shine. You love this movie, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We own it. We love it. Sydney <clears throat> still swears she's an extra in the no, film. No, I really do have a good story. <laughs> so I went down to Mardi Gras before this movie came out. We were standing on near Canal. It's animated. Excuse me? It's animated. I know, but y'all, I'm telling y'all. I went down and we were standing right around Canal and Bourbon and there was a Disney sign right where we were standing saying, if you stand in this area, you could be a part of a Disney film. So I think what Disney does is they go out there and they film all of this going on and then they take it and draw it and make it an animation from, I'm not saying I'm in the movie, but they definitely go down, get actual video and then take that for inspiration to make the animation. So yes, Scott, it's animation, but I'm in that movie. (laughs) Disney drew City Lake. Anybody, if anybody year. wants an autograph, I'll be in Disney in April. But Mikey, all right. So let's let's talk a little about the movie. All right. G- uh, give me give me the give me the synopsis of the film. For, oh, by the, the way, spoilers knows. alert! If you haven't seen it in the last decade, everybody dies. Yeah, I don't want to ruin anything for you. Um, it's the Frog Prince. Use your imagination. Froggy Pruto. No, it it, it, it is a a kind of a. Gender bent twist a little bit, I guess, on the frog prince because you know you the the, the woman also becomes a frog. But yeah, you've got um, set in the twenties, all right, and you've got this uh, lovely cook named Tiana, and uh, you've got one of her. Um, would would you call her a friend? Are they are they, are they buddies? Are they besties? Oh. I'd say they're besties. Yeah. Charlotte, besties. Charlotte, yeah, they are. They, are. they, they grew they're up young. together. They I grew would up give together. They, 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 they grew up. Okay, in the so same they, this is where Lord. they're young enough to where they don't know the truths of life. That that yes. Tiana's mother works for Charlotte's family. They don't. They're oblivious to that. At that point, the innocence of childhood. Charlotte comes from money. Tiana comes from hard yes. work. Yes. And, uh, you know, Tiana's like, hey, I want to open up a restaurant. And Charlotte's all, yo, I hook you up with that, but I'm having a ball, so make me some, some of them beignets of yours. Like, all right. Man, catching beignets. And, uh, and then you've got, and stop me if you've heard this before, you've got a prince from across the sea travels over in hopes of uh, wedding a wealthy uh, man's daughter. To increase his status. Now, I'm not saying he was wearing gloves like Hans. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, Disney rehashes plots. But yeah, uh, Naveen comes over. He's looking to to marry uh, Prince Naveen, who uh, is is kind of kind of sort of out of favor with his parents a little bit. Uh, financially, there's nothing going on there, so he's looking to to fix himself up by by basically marrying Charlotte because she's a, a Southern Belle. Mikey, would he be a millennial that's living at home for too long and hasn't got off his ass and done say, shit? Be, let's be honest. When he comes off at the beginning, he comes, comes off as kind of an asshole. Oh, no. Not kind of. He's an asshole. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's a flat yeah, no, he's, he's got a helper. He... Can I point assistant. out something real quick? Yeah. Yeah, you got, you got his buddy Larry... <laughs> Cousin Larry comes over with him. Sydney's raising her hand like a good girl. What, what do you need, Sydney? <laughs> no one around here puts honey on their beignets. I just want to... That was the one thing Disney went wrong with. I've never seen anybody... Well, do I actually had to ask. Yeah, it does like, sound delicious, though. We, we, so, were, we were watching the movie last Sunday night, and just like, nobody puts honey I, on their well, beignets. Well, I asked. I actually flat out said, hey, d- yeah, is this Adam a thing? Yeah, Adam did. He's I've like, I've never seen, seen it. No, 
they're already messy enough. I've ne- like in my entire life, I've never seen somebody put honey in their beignets. But it does sound good. I, I mean, wait, who put who put honey on their beignets in the movie? In the movie, when she's in the, the diner, she in has the, the honeycomb. Oh, stew. that's right. Yeah, yeah, she does. Hey, she's making it her own, hey, guys. Maybe. There's enough fucking sugar in a beignet. You don't need more. That's maybe that's what catches them men. You know what? It Sydney? sticks. Don't knock it till you tried it. I, I'm sure it's delicious, but. I'm just saying, it's not it's not served that way. Put it that way. It's a Zeppeli with some powdered sugar. I bet honey would be it's, good on it. It's, it's served that way when you put it on it. But the honey on them does look really good. As long as it's the right honey. It's got to be elderflower honey. It can't be clover. Oh, God. I'd give it a try. I kind of want to go. I, we have a beignet place right by our house, and I kind of want to go there and order beignets and ask for honey and see if they even have it. Hey, you want to get, get Scott on board? Hey, Scott, let's get beignets and put agave syrup on them. Why would I be on board with that? I was just about to say crickets. Yeah, cricket, cricket. Because you're weird and hipsterish and you want... I'm going to go there and I'm going to ask for honey for my beneath. Says the handlebar mustache. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Um, Beignets. Or or better than beignets, you know, Charlotte LaBeouf. Charlotte. That's her name. Her name's Charlotte. Charlotte LaBeouf. Not Shia, but Charlotte. Uh, so, yeah, th- shit goes sideways. There's a voodoo guy gets involved uh, during all of this. You got Dr. Facilier who realizes, hey, you know what? I can become all-powerful uh, monetarily uh, by pretending, you know, uh, that this Naveen guy is not who he's supposed to be, and I'm going to end up marrying Charlotte and kill her daddy. Mm-hmm. Take all the money. Yep. Kill John Good. It's kind of an evil so guy. So he, 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 he grabs, uh, he grabs Naveen and his buddy Larry, and he's like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And does a little talky talk, a little dancey dance, a little singy sing. And next thing you know, he turns Naveen into a frog, and he turns That's Lawrence kind of into Naveen. I, 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 I struggle with, with, with the whole Lawrence bit, but I understand he has to be there. Mikey, what? So what's the problem with this, this guy? Why do you say you have a problem with this role? Or I, it's, I don't know. It's the whole, you know, be someone you're not, and then it's all. It's Hollywood tropes. Mm-hmm. So it's a scapegoat it's role all, that you don't it, like. It's, you know, it's it's. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's the, the, the distinguished gentleman. Okay, no, I I can see that. It's basically wanting to be someone that you have always admired and had to be forced to look up to that you now get to take his role and. I don't see it that way. Just because he was paid. To be Naveen's friend, he was paid to be Naveen's butler, and basically the only way he, again, 1920s, the only way he's moving up on the ladder is to fucking kill somebody or for something positive. Yeah, to happen. I think this, so, this was more of a this is more of a fuck you, mm, Naveen, Naveen. Yeah, that's exactly Naveen. what this is. It's not like he was Lefru and it was in love with him. <sighs> but I, but I, oh, yeah, no, no, but I see yeah. what Mikey's hey, saying. This was saying, hatred. This, he hated him. He hated At him. the end of the day, you're he hated him. That's all it was. It was a flat-out hate. He was paid to like him, and he was trying to figure out a way to get from See, out I th- from. I think he also. I think he also knew that. I think he also knew that Naveen's money had is run dry, right? So he his mm-hmm. his ship has sailed. So he's like, "Fuck this! I gotta go. If exactly. I can marry, I gotta figure. Yeah, my if way I can out. marry Charlotte and get that family money, then I'm then I'm all good. Probably doesn't even really give a shit." Who he is at that point, he just needs to keep living the high the high life, and Naveen ain't the ain't the tap anymore. Yep, 
Well, spoiler alert. Tiana realizes that her, her dreams aren't going to come true now all of a sudden of opening up her restaurant. So she gets suckered into Dr. Facilier. What's we'll he a doctor? Yeah, uh, at this point, who's a doctor? Voodoo. 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 You can get a, you can get a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a voodoo doctor. He's a witch doctor. He's a witch doctor. You never, you never heard the, never heard the song? And, uh, Went to the witch doctor. Ooh, ma, ooh, papa. Yes, ooh, I've heard the witch doctor. Brain ain't feeling no pain at this point. <laughs> <clears throat> me, and, me and Adam are on that Rugrats movie fucking level. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. That's I've where that song is. Rug- right? yeah, I, that well um, I love was, the Rugrats. That song is in that movie. No. no. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. But it was around way before Rugrats. That song is in that movie. That song was around about 50 years before Oh, sorry. I forgot Scott. Before Scott before Rugrats. Sorry, we're not yeah, old. Say sorry. My bad. I'm an old uh, soul. I just say I've old never soul. seen Rugrats. That's what hipsters call themselves. I don't know old what souls. they are. We're old souls. Whatever, dude. You can. We're, we're vintage. You can keep we're calling vintage, me a hipster, trend. It ain't gonna make it true. So yeah, by by proxy, Tiana ends up getting facilitated. So Naveen's Naveen's a frog. Naveen's a frog. Mike, I'll I'll pat, I'll pat you through real quick. Naveen's a frog. Naveen basically says, "You need to kiss me so I can become a prince again." Tiana believes him. Tiana kisses him, and then she turns into a frog. And now they're both frogs. So she's a frog, and then the and the and the real Naveen is a frog. Okay, so you got uh, you got you know the prince is a frog. Tiana is a frog because why would you listen to a talking frog when it says to kiss you? Because you're drunk in New Orleans. Fair enough. I probably would have kissed a frog this weekend, this past weekend. <laughs> I'd have kissed a saying. frog on Friday night. <laughs> Here, you know, here's what what gets me about this is all of a sudden now Facilier is like, oh, now I gotta kill Naveen after I turned him into a frog. So he sends out these. Uh, Frog hunters from the shadow world, and it's just like shadow men. Why didn't you just kill Naveen? Instead, now you have a whole second fucking step to accomplish. He needed his blood to keep to keep Larry alive. So he didn't need a he didn't need a kill he didn't need a kill. It, it, it just, you know, yeah, no, I fucking I've seen Weekend at Bernie's too. I know about voodoo, motherfucker. Mikey, come on down to New Orleans. We'll show you voodoo. <laughs> I really, I really think at this point, Brant should finish talking about the movie. Brant, pa- pass it off to him. That's well. I think I think I may I, I may I may do that because I, like I said I couldn't find it, and I love the movie, and I've seen it, and I really enjoyed it. But it's like <sighs> there's so much that happens in the middle. Because all I can remember is the singing dragonfly, which Ray. is Winnie the yes. Pooh. Yes, Jim yes. Cummings. All right, so Mikey, so Jim who? Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. Jim who? Cummings. <laughs> One more time. Cummings. Cummings. Say it slower. Cummings. Say it slower. Cummings. Cummings. Um, <laughs> or as we call him in my in, in my house, we call him Jimmy Poo Sticks. All right. So let me so let me know when I'm taking over and, and going to do a straight run of this the rest of this movie. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> okay. So, okay. So yeah. That's that's the point that uh, we got. We got our frogs. And uh, Naveen on they're the prowl. Floating, yeah, they're floating down the bayou. They're they're meeting up with other critters, and uh, I'm gonna let let Brent uh, jump on this. He seems chomping at the bit here because I'm I'm stumbling uh, 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 a little because he's seen it uh, like every day 
of, of his of, of his I live, New Orleans. So life, I lived so. this part of the movie. It's on on the bayou, right? He's married to an extra. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know whether that's I should true. take that, that as a mailbox. compliment or you not. Got that mailbox money. How is yeah, that? I don't know. I feel that, uncomfortable I right I like now. That terminology. An extra. Did did you did you get a SAG card for that? <laughs> I have no, co- I have no comment are, are you, right now. Are, did you get the invite to the? But you saw Jim Cummings. Jim who? Cummings. Jim who? <laughs> Jim Messi. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, uh, Tiana and Naveen are frogs. They uh, escape from Charlotte's house and they hit the swamp. This is where um, the first part of their frog instincts come alive, and they get tongue tangled and uh, they get separated by the fucking best character in the entire movie Trenton you you know you had to love Ray I do I do love Ray, Ray. wait love no Ray. they first run into Louie that Wait, they right. do get Louis first, first. Yes. you're right so they, they meet Louis first yeah. I love okay, so meet, let's pass it off to Adam since he knows it better Lewis. It's Lewis, <laughs> not Louis. Well, his name is Lewis but they call him Louis and Lou well it's he gets called all three throughout the movie because he's Louis Armstrong, because yeah, he's a trumpet yeah. player. Yeah. It's kind of the whole rel- the whole relevance. So they meet they meet Louis. Louis says he's going to bring him to Mama Odie, the witch doctor, because Louis thinks that maybe she can turn him into a human too, so he could play with the big boys on the riverboat on the riverboat. Well, after after Naveen puts that bug in his ear, though, he's not going to take him before, and then Naveen's like, right, well. You know, right. if she can turn us into humans, she can <laughs> turn anything into humans. She can turn you into human. Boom. So, so then, you're right. So then I skip. They get tongue tied. Then comes Ray, who I think is the best character in the entire movie. I think Ray's Brant's favorite character out of any I, Disney movie. I, he's top three for me. I fucking love this. I love this character because I love the. First of all, Jim Cummings doing. <clears throat> Jim Cumming, Cummings. Who? Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. Who? Does, Jim who? His his voice work is his voice work is amazing. Stuck in the nut. But then you still but then you but then you <laughs> But Tim, do you still kinda know it's, right. it's him? You still though, know right? it's him. Yeah, you do. It has his original voice. He has a very original voice, but he does so many awesome inflections on that voice. And he fucking crushes the Cajun inflection on on Ray. So some of the lines that he that he does, the my name's Ramon. People call me Ray. That's like that's so fucking South Louisiana. It's it's not even funny. And then uh, oh, go, I broke my go, favorite tooth. Oh, then he says uh, when they say whenever Naveen says we're from somewhere far far away, and he says go to bed, y'all from Shreveport. That is like dying. Shreveport's like North Louisiana, and people always hate on North Louisiana. Yeah. Anyway, tons of awesome lines, but then. Ray tells them that they're um, going the wrong direction, and uh, he knows the way to Mama Odie, and he's gonna take you all the way down. And then it's like one of the best songs in the whole in the Hugh whole Scott movie. playing this song. Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be a lot of music in this one. I love their it. soundtrack is this, good. We're gonna get copyright yeah. strike. This, Who cares? Sa- this soundtrack is, is it's amazing. Amazing. It's pretty good. Amazing. Hell yeah. So um, they we'll get they there. get to Mama Odie. Uh, eventually get to Mama Odie. Well, what do you got? butt in Trenton? What what am I, what did I skip? 
skipped anything significant? No, you guys were all just saying the music was amazing. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I don't. Nobody okay. really asked you, actually. No, I'm just saying. Honest. It's a lot like Coco. A lot of it's not. I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I, hey, just go. Hey, I'd have to. You gotta, you gotta love the music. Trent, just you gotta love Trent. Wax your mustache. Listen to Avid Brothers. Be a hipster. <laughs> hey, Roger, Roger, fixed, Roger, fixed speed bicycle. Trent, who has a what has go a good soundtrack? IPA. No, they, they they ride unicycles now. I would have to I would have to watch they this movie more than movie. once to appreciate the music. I think I didn't hate. I didn't, I'm not saying I don't like well, the music. I'm just saying nothing stuck in my mind. I think I would have to watch this one again. But this one has more rewatchability than something say like Coco. To me, what what soundtrack sticks in your mind like other than Frozen? Moana. Nothing. And uh, yep. <clears throat> I agree. I agree with Moana. But I, I agree with I agree Moana. Moana. But I agree that this is this is. I'm just saying I'd have to watch it again. I've watched Moana three or four times. I've watched this for the first time tonight. Okay. So, Brant, let me say this. Go ahead. Before, we'll get into the music a little bit later. You guys all know how much I have a man crush on Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right? Cue the eye rolls. Okay, but, 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 Randy Newman. Randy Newman kills it in this over Moana. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Dude, this whole thing is Randy Newman. Well, it's, Randy Newman is at this point is a different legend. Down. So. We're we're yeah. biased on this soundtrack too cause they because they do also, so I good. To like, our... I also like this style of this this style of music though. So it's, that, you know, see, I, we could we could we could ball crawfish in the driveway and put on this soundtrack, and people didn't know it was Disney. They would they would jam. So the best part about the music in this movie is the part that that doesn't have words necessarily. It's it's the. The jazz, like the 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 instrumental jazz. Now, now you know why they they're hosting it at the House of Blues. Not really. Well, that's jazz. It's all the same thing. It's a jazz, jazz, blues, jazz blues, it's yeah, New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Dixie, yeah, it's Dixie jazz. Yeah. So correlates, but Brent Brent doesn't get to say so. Yeah, Brent has nothing to music, no right? idea about well, music. I mean, I mean nothing to do with music. But <laughs> I know but about music. Out. He doesn't. But time out, you're not going to have a jazz club like the Blue Note in Disney. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, it's not going to happen. Wouldn't that, that, would be, that would be amazing. Scott yeah, I would love it, speak, but it's not going to happen. You're speaking my language. Well, we saw what Disney's idea of a speakeasy is. It's a train ride. Yeah, it is. All right, so where are we at? So Mama, so keep, Mama Odie. Keep it on with the film. Yeah, so we get to, we get to Mama Odie, uh, and basically, like you only could possibly imagine, Mama Odie says, I ain't got shit for you. What you need is right in front of your face. Um... Cue another amazing song. Um, best scene in the whole movie. Yeah, that song, that musical number. No, best scene, scene best song, best scene. The whole, this whole, this whole part of the movie. Is well, the it's best. it's it is Trent. If you think about it, it is kind of. Um, I'm gonna say it's climax A of the movie because it basically tells you it kind of precludes to the ending of the movie right here. It just basically says. What you need is right there in front of your face. That's, you just gotta go. You just gotta go lesson. get it. That's what the lesson is. And 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 the other the other song earlier in the movie, I can't remember which one it is. This is very Hercules esque. All right, explain the relevance. Um, explain the, the, the connection. Okay. The connection. The inflection of the music. The the just animation bro- behind the songs. Um. The fir- the first. Well. I disagree cool. totally. Uh. The first thing. The the first song that the muses sing in Hercules. They have that same animation in the background. Gospel? Yes, it's just like that. No, this is more like Zydeco. Yeah. This is there's no and I like mean, Creole music. No, I mean there's there's I totally disagree. Um, where Hercules is written as like a Greek tra- a, a Greek roots. tragedy meets Broadway. Well, but the the music is more like Little yeah. Shop of Horrors. 
Yes. For Hercules. Yes. That's if I can compare a show to show, look at Little Shop of Horrors where it's the the girl group, four three four singers, very gospel influenced, and I can see where you make a comparison with the gospel. Okay, I agree with that. It is definitely has a little gospel to this song. I'm but not talking about this scene that, specifically. That's where I'm talking all about the connection earlier is. in the movie. It's the 2D animation. You know what, what I'm talking song? about? Where they're, it's like the the Tiana. You know the Tiana's. That's almost almost the, there. The Tiana's place flyer. I love that song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, where is that the is that the like slower song? Yes, the, the, yes where the that's the, that deco in the background of the of the scene where they animated that flyer almost. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get that. But that's the Wait, but that's the feel of that. The that, that yeah, that's, that's Trenton. That that song, that intro, of that song is in Happily Ever After. It's in the very beginning of Happily Ever yeah. After. But what I'm saying that just reminds me of Hercules. I I get it because I see it, it's meant to be. It, it, it's a, it's a leap. It's meant to be Art Deco. It's meant to be that like 1920s style. But that's where you get the Hercules connotation. I can, I can see the, that. I can see. I can see the closeness of it. I can see that. There's two very different feels to but that. But even then, Hercules was still opinion. more more dimensional than that one scene there. Yeah. Alright, so look. It just seems so similar we, to me. Still Especially with the, with the animation the oh, So we get through we, we get through Mama Odie's. Tiana um, Tiana doesn't get the picture and she thinks that Mama Odie is telling her she's got to dig deeper and work harder to get her restaurant. We leave Mama Odie's somewhere along the way. Uh, Naveen gets captured by the Shadow Man's creatures, gets brought back to um, back into New Orleans. Larry, Lenny, Lucifer, whatever whoever he is at this Lawrence. point, Lawrence um, is Lawrence. is in Naveen, full Naveen regalia, and real Naveen is kind of tucked away. And Tiana sees Naveen getting ready to marry Charlotte at the Mardi Gras parade and she basically loses it and runs uh, runs away um hops say it again hops, hops. away yeah you're right um hops away <laughs> and then um this is i don't remember exactly what happens here but this is where the the shadow people are chasing after her or ray or no no Devine gets loose and is going to look for tiana Yes, and they come. They come through the swamp, and they grab him. And they drag yeah, him back. but with, but he gets uh, out. He gets out the box. <clears throat> Remember, Ray finds him, and Ray basically unlocks mm-hmm. the box, and then he's basically like, "We got to go find Tiana." Blah blah blah. They they leave. That's when the shadow people come after him. Ray lights his butt and blows them all away, and then finally Ray fights to try to, to yeah, uh, the shadow people. With the, yeah, the yeah, the cemetery. 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 And then the, and yeah. then Professor um, Facilier basically crushes him and this is the part where you cry in the movie because yeah this is fucking horrible absolutely horrible (laughs) I was not ready and it fucking was really really Um, awful but then Tiana gets Tiana gets the medallion that has the blood and smashes it and then Professor Facilier basically loses and he gets taken by the shadow the shadow people and then but Ray's still dead Ray got to be with Evangeline but he's with Evangeline. Ray got to be with Evangeline. Okay, tell me. Did okay, he, tell yeah. me that I fucking. Tell a... me that fucking song is not fucking. That dynamite. is one of the best songs in the soundtrack. Dude, that song is dynamite. Look how she lights up the sky. My bell, Evangeline. 
So far above me, yet I know her heart belongs to only me. Je t'adore, je t'aime, Evangeline. Basically, they get back to where Charlotte is, and Tiana says, you need to marry her so you can turn us all back human because she it's still Mardi Gras day and she's a Mardi Gras princess and basically she kisses uh, Naveen but nothing happens because it was actually after after midnight I th- I think this is where Charlotte turns around as a character though like yes. everyone thinks she's just a stupid yes. ditzy piece of shit the whole she time turns and she realizes she really- here, here she realizes that she needs to help her friend and yep. in order to help her friend she's going to do something for someone else for the first time in in forever. So for the first time in forever. This is, this, for the first time in forever. This Here is where go. I think this is where I think I like throughout the progression throughout the whole movie of this friendship because we were talking about Trenton whenever they were very very young. They they were too young to realize who their parents were and prominence. They were just best best friends growing up. They just loved and each then, other. Now and they then, and then they, when they get older, Charlotte wants something and wants to use Tiana to get this guy, but then Tiana wants something and wants to use Charlotte. To, so they both kind of have a usurous friendship, and then they come right. full circle and go, "Holy shit, we really do need each other to make this happen." So it's fucking deep, dude. It's deep. I, I understand you don't get it all in your first day, but it's it's deep. It's deep. This is what made me think Charlotte was. I went from thinking Charlotte at the beginning of the movie was a stupid bitch to thinking that she was really very uh, genuine and. Maybe growth. she's probably my third favorite. I would say my third favorite character Wait, in the movie. Okay, it's it's Ray Louis Charlotte. How's Mama Odie not on that? Mama Odie is one of the best characters. What about John John Goodman? I like John Goodman. I love John uh, obviously, Goodman. obviously, John Goodman is high on my list, and you're using that against <laughs> me because you know because you know that. But he doesn't have a big role in the movie. I, I, the the first yeah, time I heard he his voice, that. I immediately was like, "All right, I love this." But he doesn't have a huge role. No, I mean, no. he he has what. Three sentences. Yeah, right. I mean, so, and then, okay, so the movie ends with basically um, Naveen and Tiana going back to the swamp, kind of having been defeated and giving up, but they're going to get married. Um, and because they find what true love means and all that good stuff, they get married whenever they kiss. Um, boom, they turn to, they turn back to human because I guess when they got married, Tiana technically becomes a princess. So then he's actually kissing a princess the first time he kisses her after they're married. And boom. Spell's broken. They turn back human. Happily ever after. Make the restaurant. Tiana's place. Why is Tiana's place not bigger than just on a fucking cruise ship? We're not getting into uh, that. Well, that is another show for another yeah. day. We will get into that because that's something I think we need to have in... All right, so so in honor of Whistling Disney, we've got some tequila right, right, here. Right. Well, I got Widow Jane. I don't have tequila, so in a, I have tequila in a Sazerac glass. Left. My beer, my beer is nine and a half percent. So, well, you gotta, well, you gotta drink like seven of those, so it's gonna be yeah higher. Yeah. All right. Cheers. So here's to Whistling Disney. Here's the sour monkey. Cheers. Cheers. Water. Here's to you guys for letting us come on y'all's show. God damn yeah. I want to I want to talk about why I why I think this is a great film because I think they do a lot of service to the Mississippi River area. Jennifer Lewis, St. Louis born and bred. 
Amazing. She is a... Of course the fuck he has to say Amazing this. actress. St. Louis. Well, okay, well, John Goodman, St. Louis, but you know where he resides right now? Bogalusa. What? Bogalusa, Louisiana. Well, yeah, New Orleans. He's got a house in New Orleans. He lives in Bogalusa. Bogalusa is not technically New Orleans. Yeah. It's kind of like Sam Mufalata. You can get away with it, but you'll be judged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being judged by two people. I mean, no, I love Scott. I'm giving you credit. I just got to call here. him out. Because this is the only time I can, so I'm going to do it. That's what I called it growing up. It was a mufaletta. That's what I called it. It's good. It is good, but that doesn't exist here. Whatever. <coughs> uh, Keith David. Keith David is Dr. Facilier. Just a great, great fucking actor. Great actor. Trenton, did you not like this villain? I did not like it, no. I, I actually liked it better than a lot of... the. Best villain, best Disney villains ever. Oh, no, not one of the. Probably, I didn't say I the mean, villain. This villain was is bad. up there with, for me, is up up there with the but evilness of like Maleficent. I feel like, I feel like Brandis asked me if I didn't like this film. He didn't say I villain. Villain. I said villain. I said, I said, did you not like this villain? This villain. villain, I think this villain is amazing. He has an. Um, he's on the level. He's on the level with Hades from Hercules. Yes, I think they're very similar. Why did he have a I belly shirt on? I the think whole he's time? Scar level. He, Why does he have a belly shirt on? Because he's rocking those uh, fabs. Yeah. What, Adam? Adam, uh, I can see. Adam, no, you're scratching your head. I'm behaving. I'm just letting everybody talk. Is he in between Haiti and Scars? Is he anywhere in that, that realm? I Is think so. It, I don't see him as comedic as Hades. Or a scar. Scar's I got a. Scar's got a. Uh, yeah, scar's got a dry, sarcastic wit. He's evil. There's, 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 there's more. He's not. I'm talking funny. about though on. Oh no, definitely an evil the, the level. level yeah. yeah, evil level. I mean, he's see Hades. I can't count because Hades mm. is, is the god. Of he's hell, he's part of the villain's no, evil level though. He's not funny. I'm more. He for me for him for me he's more along the lines of Oogie Boogie. Yeah, I love Oogie that's Boogie. A good, that's a good comparison. Where he's a good comparison to Prince Hans. Look at Prince no. Hans. Not no, trying to bring up Frozen. Trying to bring up Frozen, but he, he promises he promises something that he's not, and then at the end no. he fucking Hans. goes into an asshole. No. You no. missed the whole Hans point of this. No. Um, the whole point is that he gets his powers from his friends from the other side. Well. In voodoo, there's give and take, mm-hmm. and it's it's he took and he took and he took and, and he, he took give. too much and he couldn't deliver on his promises. And that's why his friends from and the that, other side come and yeah. take him. Exactly. So it's like scar. so it, it it's not somebody being. This is what he does. So it's He's like so it's priest. like Brand Scar comparison. He takes and takes it, and takes and becomes the leader, and then he can't return the. The, the promises that he's made to the, the pride, and so he gets fucked. No, because he doesn't kill his brother. There's procession there. Yeah. There's you're, there's there's a familial pro- procession of how but that all But I can kind of understand, I I can kinda understand what you're saying, Trenton, because Scar wanted it so bad, and then when he, when he had it, he, he couldn't... He couldn't handle he couldn't it. Screw it up. Right. In this situation, he... Ne- yep. Professor... Uh, at least Dr. Professor doesn't have yeah, anything. Yeah, but he got, he, got, he got all the chips he needed to make what he wanted happen happen, but he couldn't manage it. I still wouldn't put Facilier in top five evilest villains in Disney. I would. Oh, I would. Give, me, give me your top five. Oh, hands down. Give me I your would. top five. Hey, Trenton, top five. Oh, boy. 
Oh boy. Oh, uh, okay. Prince no, Hans, Duke of Weaselton. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It's. Tafiti. Hanscar, Ursula, Maleficent. Hans? Ursula, Maleficent. Evil Queen? I get, Ursula, I'll give you Ursula. Ursula, Ursula Maleficent. I'll, I'll, I'll give you Maleficent and Evil Queen. Maleficent. I'll give you those three, so pick two more. So look, I wanted to uh, ask you guys all for your Siskel and Ebert, two thumbs up, thumbs down, what do you give this? So let's start with Mikey. Well, seeing as how I remembered half of it. <laughs> 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 uh, I really enjoyed it. it, it you know what? Um, I'm happy they went with their traditional uh, cel-shaded animation style on this instead of CG. Uh, spot on. Um, I think the last theatrical released movie before this that was self-shaded may have been Home on the Range. Was it really? Oh yeah, this was a big. This was Home a. Yeah, this, this was a big deal yeah. when this when this came out. It was a big deal about the animation style. Yeah, oh, it was. it was huge. And so yeah, I, and you know it had it had music. It had traditional animation. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was it was a story I was familiar with, sure, but it was it was a cool take on it. And like you guys have said, it's it's got just a. I mean, for me, Doctor Facilier is like a villain that just has a whole lot of charisma going with him, and I really uh, really enjoyed his his character. I love seeing him at the parks during the uh, not during the, the mm-hmm. holiday parties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's it's he's tall, and they put them uh, prosthetic fingers on him. And it's just creepy as shit. Uh, he he ends up still on the show almost from uh, everybody else on the stage. So yeah, uh, to uh, to you know, <laughs> I can't say it. I can't say what I want to say, but I'm going to give this uh, two big old uh, Instagram worthy thumbs up. I'm glad I'm glad Mikey mentioned that. That's something that I forgot to mention, and I'm not. I don't want to go next, Scott. Not not necessarily. But you can go next. The, the fact that this movie was actually animated like that instead of CGI was big with me. I did really, really enjoy that. Seeing the the cell shitting, like Mikey said, it w- was really, really, really cool for such a modern movie. Um, I don't think we're going to see any more movies like this. And that's a travesty. I, I think we will. Really, as if they... I, I think, think we will. I think... I, I see cell shading. I see them coming back. Is it just because of the time? I mean, the time that it takes that much time to do to do this process, or what's? It's 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 time. It's money. You're paying animators. You're paying. It's it's. I I, I don't see a lot of this happening anymore until it comes to the companies like, you know, it, it comes back to like when Foo Fighters recorded their last album on fucking tapes. You know, it's like they're doing it because it's different it's not because it's convenient yeah no i i i get it and honestly i really hope they do come back to the cell shaded animation because i don't think they'll ever get totally away from it i feel that if the story needs it it will be there yeah and and, and look this if it's an older style story if it's uh, like for for example i think the reason why this was cell shaded was because it was based on the well no and adam's actually actually right there john Lasseter and ed catmull who are pixar legends i mean ed catmull did the kind of programming for uh, cgi animation they said no look we're going to do an old style european fairy tale we're going to do old style animation on this one Mm-hmm. So I'll I give think this. It really depends on the story. This is a one and a quarter thumb up. Okay. 
So you've, you've lopped off some from the table saw. He's got arthritis. <laughs> I do. My thumbs. Are Tim, fun. what about you here? I give it two thumbs up. I mean, it's probably one of my favorite soundtracks. Uh, it's got a great cast, a great storyline. I, I just give it two thumbs up. I need to listen. I need to. I need to buy the soundtrack. I think it's, it's on Spotify. Spotify. It's on, on Spotify. It's on Apple Music mm-hmm. too. I have Apple Music. I'll listen to it. Yeah. I need to get. I didn't give enough credit. Like I said, Trossel was here when we were watching it. No offense. I mean, we were talking a lot. Well, that's how it was when we watched it this past weekend. We talked through it, but we had all seen it. But 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 I'd never seen it before. Oh, you know, you got to watch it by yourself. Yeah, with Kleenex. Apparently, yes, you do. When Ray dies, you need a whole box. It was not. So I like. We purposely talked through the whole. Well, remember, Brad said, "Y'all keep talking because I can't watch this part." <laughs> yeah, since I remember. I, I think when there's a sad part, I look at Stephanie to try to make fun of her for crying. <laughs> but really, I'm trying to not cry, so I'm looking at her like. And that was when Ghost Dog came over and sat on my lap. That was. Um, right? Then you just lose it, right? <laughs> well, for other reasons. <laughs> All right, but. Adam. Yeah. Adam, what about you? Uh, give me, give me some, some review on this one. Two thumbs up. I it, it is one of my favorite movies. The for the cell animation, the character development. Throughout all the main characters in the show. I mean, the only one that I feel that really didn't... They really didn't take far enough was Naveen. When I really look at it, and I really analyze it... He was kind of a shallow it, character. It was a very shallow character. It was a little too easy. Yeah, his transformation is real quick, real easy, and just like all of a sudden, boom, he's, well, he's all like better. The fact, right. I like the fact that Tiana doesn't get it right away. Yeah. And it, it would have been super easy to sit there and say after the song that she sang, oh, I get this. No, she still was stubborn and she still held on. And it, it just, there's a, there's a lot of arcs that go on with this. And I, I really enjoyed the character development. It's a great story and the music's awesome. It is. Brant, what about you? What do you, what do you give this one? Oh, he hates absolutely. this movie. I, I bet yeah, he does. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, three thumbs up. Three. And, uh, oh I'm gonna my. borrow someone's thumb. Their Trent, thumb is coming from someplace else. Not a that's thumb. not a thumb. Well, Trent's three quarters that he lopped off with a saw. <laughs> Take that. But no, I, I I love every every part of this. I can tell you. I mean, of course, I can name all the good parts. The only thing I would say is um, slightly disappointed that Tiana is only a princess for like five fucking minutes in the in the movie. Right, like the very, True. the very end of the movie. I wish there was more. I don't know. I wish there was more. I don't know how they would have, but just more development on her actually being a princess. Because I feel like every other Disney princess is a princess throughout the movie. Cinderella. That's true. I mean, so, she's very much on the line of Cinderella. She doesn't become a princess yeah. until the very, end, very end of the last thirty seconds of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, Rapunzel is, but isn't. Well, you have to. You also have to realize the movie doesn't work plot-wise if you make our princess too early. True. Because because that, that's, that's that kiss issue, happens the, the way too of this early. Movie is kind of it just, they just need a Princess and the Frog too. Tiana's after. No. Tiana's, Tiana's afterlife. No, you can't. You can't definitely. You definitely can't sequel this one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna save Sydney for last because she was in the film. And she's biased to it. Uh, I love this film. I love the music. I love the 
Creole style, the Zydeco music, the blues, the Dixieland jazz, everything about it. I mean, you guys know I'm a music file. I love everything about this movie. The 2D animation, it's old school. Bring that back to me every every day. Love it. You want, you want that on a vinyl, Scott, so you can put it on your record player? Whatever, dude. You, you, might, you, might, you might be able to put the avocado toast on the, the vinyl while you play it. Brant's right. Sometimes it becomes a little bit too easy of the transformation. Adam made a great point with Naveen. It's just a quick transformation. Doesn't really develop his character. But, you know, Dr. Facilier is such a great villain in this yeah. in this movie. And but to- I would argue, Scott, that Naveen is not a huge part of... I mean, he's a huge part of the story, but I don't think his transformation is a huge... It doesn't make a big difference in the Yes, it does. It should. No, it, it sure does. When he, because- I totally disagree with Time out. <laughs> I totally disagree with that. Because his whole plot, when he's getting ready to ask her to... As frogs, to get engaged. Right. And he is practicing cutting up... And it's an easy transformation. Don't so get me wrong. So they should make that a bigger point of the movie, then. It's too... There's no place to go with it. The character's boxed into a corner. Yeah. No, he's right. The problem was that, that the character got kind of locked into being this shallow... Human and then shallow frog. I mean, even when they first become frogs, and he's like, I ain't gonna do anything but play my little stick ukulele thing here. He's a shallow character. Like, I get that. And 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 she she teaches him how to cook. I have a feeling it wasn't a stick ukulele. It was a stick ukulele. Was it? Yeah. Yes. He plays a stick. (laughs) And that's that's when that's that's, that's when Louis that's when Louis comes out. I want a Ray spinoff. Ray, Ray uh, Solo. Ray. Ray Solo. Ray Solo. I would like to see. I would like to see. No, Ray and no. Louis. You get it. You he, him and his, Evangeline his pre, in heaven. His pre-life with Evangeline oh, yeah. before Evangeline passes away. How does Evangeline pass away? I would oh, love to see when he was a maggot. <laughs> well, I would also see love to see Louis. Well, okay. I well, give me, Louis give, me a du- give me a dual plot movie. A dual plot movie that yes, ends mm-hmm. that ends at Prince at Prince hey, Scott. Frogs. Scott. Brant wants a prequel. <laughs> that means you'll love it by yeah, default. Yeah, by default so you'll love fine. it. <laughs> it's better than the original. Yeah, so tell me, <laughs> tell me about. So where does where does Lewis learn to play the trumpet? Yeah, that's where what does, I want to know. Where does where is Evangeline at? How does Ray love Evangeline in Babe. the real life? How does she pass? How does she pass away? They, this was a great film, and I really love it. So I'm giving I'm giving you two thumbs up. Sydney, having starred in the film, you're Ooh. an asshole, Scott. <laughs> that really captured your likeness. <laughs> having having been a huge part of this film, having starred in the film, you know, take us through the backstory of making this film, but give us your review. <laughs> I honestly didn't know I was friends with a. a really annoyed star. with all y'all right well, now. Have, but... Having seen her waking up on Bourbon Street, she kind of does resemble Mama Odie a little bit. I'm just saying. <laughs> Damn, I thought you were my friend. Wow, I've only ever seen her hung out or hung over at the Poly- the the Polynesian. So. Oh no, I was hung over real bad and sore in one day. But yes, I did star in this film. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, she's not even denying it. She's just y'all. She's just going I with was it. There and there was a sign there. I'm in that film at I some point. Starred in it. Starred in it now. I'm gonna Sweetheart, I was on the IMDb <laughs> and I didn't see you pop She's up. She's gonna make me go watch this. I'm gonna have to go watch this fucker frame for frame. 
this week. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what you are... know that scene in Frozen when you see um, Rapunzel from the back? That's Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. I've never seen Frozen. Okay. Good. Anyways, I definitely give this movie two thumbs up. And the main reason is I don't care if you like the storyline of the movie, if you think it's funny, if you think it's sad. It really does an honor to New Orleans. They capture our tradition. They capture the lifestyle that we live. And that, for me, is enough to make it an amazing movie. May not be the best storyline, but it really captures our culture here. And that's why I love it. It does. And look, I I just... This is a wonderful movie with wonderful music. So I wanted to ask you guys each, what was your favorite song of the film? So let's start with Trenton. No, we're, uh, we're, no, we can't start with you guys. You guys are the climax. Mama, Mama, what's her name? Odin. Mama. Odin. Okay, you're Odin. done, Trenton. <laughs> I saw it. I watched the movie for the first time tonight. An hour. Song's ago. name is Dig a Little Deeper. <laughs> At least I, I, I watched it. Um, so I'm, I'm about I, to do a show on it. I better watch it. Yeah, I mean, I had to, I had to do it. No, that that song was great. Um, that that really captured the whole. That was the first part of this movie that made me feel like a real Disney singing movie. Like, that was the first big Disney show number of this movie, in my opinion. Like, the other ones were... It, it reminded me... You know what it reminded me of? Was in Lion King, when uh, the elephants and the hippopotamus and... What is it? I Can't Wait to Be King? That's that's what it reminded... that Not only the animation style, but the song itself. See, I think that comes a couple songs before that. Yeah, I agree. That's the I Want yeah, song. Yeah, they're gonna take you there. Or When We're Human. No. When we're human. No. The I want song for this movie. No, with was, all the birds um, when she goes out on the, the, almost the there. bow of the ship and there's all the birds. And you know, she's she's walking over and she's gonna step in the hole and the snake goes over the hole and I, I that reminded me of Lion King, in my opinion. <laughs> the snake goes over the hole. <laughs> that, that snake that snake is Coming. a lot is a <laughs> Yes, that's, that's, that's very yes. much old school. Cop that's, that's what we were talking about during the. So, like I said, Chris Trossel oh, was here while we were oh, watching wait. this movie. By the way, that snake is voiced by. Yes, that snake has a voice in the movie. Uh, D. Bradley Baker from Star Wars. Oh, shut up! Yeah. Really? Oh, shut up! <laughs> yeah, D. Bradley Baker. I love that. <laughs> um, I always say that. <laughs> He was Captain Rex and Commander Cody in the in the Clone Wars. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. No, though, but um, that that was definitely the same animation style, was it? Oh yeah. We we are we, we argued back and forth between Robin Hood and Jungle Book. <clears throat> yeah, Ka and Sir Hiss are same snake. Um, all right, Mikey, what about you? What's what's your uh, favorite song from this film? Okay, I am a complete sucker for the. For this particular uh, singer, actually, um, I, I always have been, and I, I can listen to anything Doctor John is putting out. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's the best. But I, it's bitch. The best. <laughs> I, 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 and and, and it, it, it sucks that you get it at the very beginning, but you know, down in New Orleans, I, I fucking I love that. I do too. Dude, we listened to that song on the way to New all Orleans. The time. We're going to listen to it on Tuesday when we head to the parades. <laughs> yeah, on the way to New Orleans. All the time. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna echo you, Mikey, and I'm going to take my turn here because... I thought he was going to say, I'm going to edit you out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's the last editor. Um, Down in New Orleans <laughs> is the best... Uh, is my favorite song in the film because it just sets the mood for... Uh, for this great music that you're about to hear, the Dixieland jazz, the Zydeco music, you're really getting a vibe for the city here. You're really getting the soul of New Orleans in one song. I love it. And uh, Dr. John, a New Orleans native, credit to him. He's been doing it forever. Wonderful song. Wonderful song. So I'm going to just jump in too because this is my pick as well. So a couple things that I love about this. This song is amazing. But the fact that it was... Not written by Dr. John. This was nope. written by Randy Newman. Randy. Yep. And there's mm-hmm. no way he could have, Disney could have had a better yep. songwriter write a better song for a better New Orleans singer. It is fucking amazing. This song could have been written in the 70s when he was writing Ico Ico and all the other great, great New Orleans classics. This song is right in the middle of there. The structure of the song, the, the keyboards, the... It's a Fender like Rhodes, Rhodes sound, horns, and then it's just big sluggish drums. That is like so classic, just laid back New Orleans, New Orleans vibe. This song kills it. And like Sydney said earlier, they totally nailed everything quintessential New Orleans on this movie. But that that song down in New Orleans is classic New Orleans I mean that I mean I'm telling you I don't think anyone in New Orleans and like I, like I said we could be at a, a, a crawfish ball in our driveway and play that song and if no one knew what Disney was they would be like oh man this song is this song's great it's just it's that good and I love that little that slow sec, that slow section that you're talking about that like uh, where it kind of mellows out and kind of takes that deep like right. sugar barons and the yep. cotton kings right before like has a big Stately Homes and Mansions. Yep. It's a great song. All right, uh, Tim, how about you? I'm going to go Brent because this is, this is my favorite song too. And we've always... We've always wanted to go to to visit New Orleans, and then when this movie came out, and we mm-hmm. heard this song. It was like this song only makes me want to go visit New Orleans even more. And yeah. we got it's a it's a great song. So week. Adam, are you you joining the parade? I'm a sucker for no. I'm a sucker for and I want that song. And it's written supremely well. It is almost there. Almost there is just anytime. It's just. It hits all the right spots for me. We're just it, it. Her voice is phenomenal. It's not this uber high, unreachable, ultra high soprano voice. There's timber in it. It's just it. It's performed so well. Adam, when I when it I is. hear that song, when it starts off, uh, happily ever after, I I fuck. I love hearing that in happily ever after. Today and I'm 
and it's just it just made it hits on so many different levels there's fast parts it's, it's a great song and it's just anybody who struggled to achieve anything can find their 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 give me song in that yeah no almost there is a wonderful song and again credit to the animation for this because the animation just ties perfectly yes. to the song I mean Trenton you were talking about Lion King and the um, uh, I just can't wait to be king and that animation ties perfectly to that song this one is just a great song great animation just married together wonderful I mean and, and you could it's not only that you could see throwbacks to this video and I'm gonna talk about 80s for a second from she works hard for the mm. money from <laughs> the, I mean it's just there's all but if you look at this video it's it's and if you remember parts of the music video where she's literally saving up her coins and saving up her dollars in in cans it's 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 that feel of like that struggle that, that, and yeah, like it's a mon- finally it's almost a montage being there. 80s work up to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sydney. So I was just looking at everything and I mean Down in New Orleans obviously is the best song in the album. So, What's what song is your song that you sang in the in the movie? Um I think I sang uh <laughs> Almost There in the movie. And so before Adam even talked about it, I was researching it all, and I was looking at all the lyrics of all the songs to figure out my favorite, and I think almost there really is, because it says, I remember Daddy told me fairy tales can come true. You got to make it happen. It just depends on you. And my dad's always told me that kind of, like, you do what you want, and things will happen. Sing it for us, Sydney. You sang it for us in the show. <laughs> Uh, Sydney doesn't sing. Sydney doesn't. <laughs> that was a one-time thing. Maybe if she was at Cat's Meow, she maybe would sing. But. Yeah, no, but uh, I really like, I mean, I like every song on there, y'all. I mean, I can't pick a favorite. It, Like I said, we're very biased because it really plays homage to our culture. And so I'm not we love gonna, it all. I'm not going to lie. I think, um, so you can probably still do it, but I know right whenever the new year hit, you could go on Spotify and you could search and it had like had a playlist that was your top plays yeah. from 2018 and mm-hmm. and almost like every every big song almost there dig a little deeper Evangel- all these songs were in my top 10 plays in 2018 i listened to it. i fucking wore this soundtrack out last last year i i, I don't i don't doubt that love it um I do have one for me, one honorable mention. That's the, the second best song, and that's Friends on the Other Side. That's it is the best. What are my all time favorite? The villain best song. villain song up there with yeah, Be Prepared. Yeah, I mean, I, it's up there with yeah. Be Prepared. You see, for me, my. Yes. It yes, is it definitely is. A, a. See, for me, my all time favorite will time. always be Ursula. Oh, see, I like Be Prepared. And see, this kind of reminds me a little bit. Yes, of, of Ursula, just because because it's it's, 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 it's be prepared is my favorite villain song. It's gotta be be prepared for me. No, but it's another. It's a villain I want song, and you get they're so rare where you actually see yes, the villains being the villain for the sake of being the villain. This isn't a villain I want song. This is a villain sitting there saying, "This is what I do." Yeah, he's I'm I'm a, I'm bad. I'm evil. Yes. I know I'm not doing good things. And let me tell you about the not good things I'm doing. I got hoodoo, I got hoodoo, I got things I ain't even tried. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. And admitting yeah, it. It's but still I I think I don't know. I it's, I think this is Be prepared is more like is is more 
It's just coercion, your, kind of. It's just yes. in your face. Listen, he's got followers. He's prepared is trying to hype other people up. Exactly. He's he's trying to like you know if you do this for me, think good things are going to come to you. Whereas Doctor Facilier is like, oh no, it's fucking black this is, magic voodoo witchcraft. This is shit all about me coming from another world. You That's know? why I yep. love Ursula. That's why I love. No, they, they weren't kidding when they called me Wella Witch. This is a... This and is a, it, it's just one of the, the smartest lines in writing where it's like saying it but not saying it. And it's just... It, it's playing that yeah, line. This is a great song. I love this one. The whole soundtrack from, from top to bottom, My Belle Evangeline, uh, another one, you just you sing along and you just enjoy it. I mean, really, top to bottom, Randy Newman kills it. Hands down. Kills it. Kills it. All right, so really quick, favorite character and least favorite character. We're just going to go around the room. No explanation. Just give us your favorite and your least favorite. So, Tim. Favorite character is Ray. Least favorite character is probably that fucking... Yeah. All right, Trent, what about you? Uh, Favorite character, Ray... Least favorite character, Prince Naveen. I see that. Mikey? Uh, my favorite character, actually, I think, is, is Louis, because he just wants to perform. He just wants to play his music, man. He just wants to make people fucking happy. And I'd blow this horn so hot and strong Like no one they've ever seen You heard of Louis Armstrong Mr. Sidney Boucher And and he's basically a big a big breed dog that doesn't know they're big and just wants to get in your lap. That's what I think of. Okay, he doesn't know that he's an alligator. People are afraid of him. He's just like I just want to jam, man. Um, and then my least favorite character, and it's not. It, it's just because he doesn't get to do anything. And I'm thinking of you, Tritton, is you know Charlotte's daddy, just. I, I would have liked a little more you about like, oh oh you're you're, like you're you, 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 yeah I love John Goodman but he didn't get like his character had I don't know he didn't necessarily have a whole lot to contribute to it but he's there I, he's I there do wish he would he would he would have caught Lawrence after all that shit and just beat the piss out of him right wonderful I mean it was his daughter that was on the auction block mm-hmm. wow you just made that weird yeah um, all right Adam what about you. Louis has always been. I've always been fascinated by Louis Armstrong, so it's just hand in hand with that. With that, uh, for my favorite. Um, so my least favorite, I'm actually going with Naveen. Yeah. I just didn't feel that the character development was it's there. Bad. Yeah. Don't disagree. Um, I'm I'm with I'm, I'm with these two guys here. Uh, Louis, great great character. I really love Louis. I, I again. Like Adam, love Louis Armstrong, love that Dixieland jazz, and I love that Mikey said, like Mikey said, he just wants to perform and wants to make people happy with his music. I mean, that's just, he wants to bring joy to everyone else. Uh, and then, like Adam, Naveen, just so bland and so boring. He's an asshole to begin with. He's not even shy about it. He's shallow throughout the entire film. So, Sydney, what about you? What's your favorite character? Obviously, Ray. He's the best character in the whole movie. Naveen's the worst, right? No, I'm actually going to probably upset everybody by saying Tiana was my least favorite character. 
I thought they, I really thought they could have done better with her. I'm not saying she's bad, but I think they could have done better with her. Scott, for, it, for a segment where you said no explanation, there has been a whole bunch of explanation on all these characters. All right, Brant, what's your favorite character? Wait, hold on. think we already know. Uh, Ray. It's the big butt with the light. It's a big back punch. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, Ray, Ray obviously is... Uh, is the man, but I'm gonna He's tell you. Lovable. So I'll tell you. He's lovable. Yeah, but I'll tell you two. I'll tell you another great character that has mm-hmm. a a great character and a worst character. So Ray's my favorite character, but the best character and then the worst character. So one of the best characters is the fucking chef at. The restaurant that Tiana works at. He is funny when he's dancing around with his fucking ass slinging all over. the When place. he's talking about he's a fucking prize Kentucky Der- Kentucky Derby stallion and he's fucking playing a trumpet. That character's little like ten second snippet is amazing. But the worst character is the two fucking bankers that basically tell her that she got outbid and she's not getting her restaurant after she saved all this cash for the down payment. Security. Those guys are shit eaters. Those one two. of those, one of those is a Disney legend. Yeah, those two guys are terrible. And you know what's awesome is because I think kind of purposely they play a fucking horse, and one of them is a horse's ass in the movie. Yes. Whenever he, whenever the guy, whenever the guy tells her you're not getting the building, he is literally a horse's ass. That was that was voiced by the Disney legend. Uh, you all know him, but don't know him by name, and that's Corey Burton. Well, I, know, I know him by name. Only because I mention him like every five episodes or so. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. what we all know by name. You said we don't know him, but I fucking do. Corey, Corey Burton does the current voice of Luden Von Drake, Captain Hook, uh, the ghost host, anything that Paul Freeze did, he does. So, little little nod to New Orleans, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson who was a voice actor, and Emerald Lagasse. They were alligators in the film. They made their way into the film as well. There was a lot of New Orleans love for this, and I really appreciate that. I really appreciate this. They were right behind Sydney. They were. You guys, fuck y'all. I was actually in that movie. Sydney, Sydney, you can't tell them anything like that because they'll shit on you for the rest of forever. Well, whatever. When I'm famous one day because I was in a Disney movie, I ain't signing autographs for all you motherfuckers. I'm not doing it. Jesus Christ. You're not a princess. Can we get a character? (laughs) No, you cannot get a character greet, Mikey. Thank you very much. No, I'm just, I'm I'm jealous that Tim and Adam got a character dinner with you. Yeah. Yeah. Several. More than one. Tim and Adam, you just got back from NOLA. A lot of fun down there. Yes. Pop Pop, the angel. I've never been in New Orleans. <laughs> pop <laughs> yeah, Pop. Right. Tell us your story. I actually remember all of New Orleans. Uh, no, I'm lying. I remember most of it. So I've nicknamed uh, Pop Pop the Rodeo Queen <laughs> in your eight seconds to fame. <laughs> and Adam the Chugging Yogi. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take yogi. that. Well, he was. We, well, he we were both iced on the uh, at the 
crawfish boil, but Adam sat yoga style. Yoga style <laughs> to do his. He didn't um, kneel like I did. I would have fell down. But no, it looked like so much fun. So what was? Are the... we talking about the last day when they're sitting around the pool and they're all drinking water? No, right? that was the first <laughs> full night. First, full Every, night everyone looked so here. sad. Like it was just like a big. Like, oh yeah, like that, that was bad. That, but literally, that's how we felt. We felt bad. Hold on, that was a promo photo from Reflections, a Disney Institute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that was when Tim was recovering from the bronchitis, and I yes. was coming down with the bronchitis. Everybody got the yes. bronchitis and the influenza that weekend. So, bottom line of all of this is the Nola sheet up was pretty epic. We had a lot of fun. Uh, oh, fuck yes. Absolutely. We drank so. a lot of alcohol. We ate a lot of good food, and we yes. had a good time. And just like in Disney, when you start at 8 in the morning, you don't see midnight. Oh, we didn't right. even see 9 o'clock. <laughs> I wasn't ashamed about it. I didn't care. No, we didn't. Well, we did. No, we the did the it. The first night, boil, I don't know what no, time ele- I went 11. We got to 11-something the first no, the first night you guys were up pretty late. Well, because we did the hurricane challenge that every sheeter was posted and forcing us to do, we got peer pressure and we did it. Oh, yeah, oh, but we needed that. Let's, let's, let's officially just let's just go through the through the the sheet. All right, so first day you, you guys had the crawfish boil. Wait, no, 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 no. That was Thursday. Wednesday. We land and go through a fucking margarita store. Yeah, no, it's no, a daiquiri shop. So no, I picked no, no, Tim and Adam. Y'all shut up. I picked Tim and Adam. No, y'all up. shut up. You shut up. This started on the plane. Oh yeah, we started on the plane. Stu- they got drunk Tim on the plane. I picked them up drunk. They have a stabby My stick. Stabby stick. I bring them to a daiquiri shop and they were shocked that we walked in, bought daiquiris and alcoholic drinks and like we bought a double Jack and Coke for Lauren and everything. Bought it at the daiquiri shop and then walked out. And they were like, we just walked out with all of this? I'm like, yeah. Welcome to Louisiana. <laughs> and like a to-go cup carrier. I was like, you didn't just go to McDonald's. It <laughs> looks like a McDonald's to-go cups. But here's the thing. Sydney and I ordered four drinks and walked outside with them and nobody said shit. <laughs> it was just Sydney and I who walked into the yep. store. Welcome to Louisiana. So, all right. So... Let me go through a little bit of the weekend. You guys had a crawfish boil. That was that was Thursday night. Thursday night. Yep. A lot of fun. Sheeters. Uh, Chip, Chip, Chip Price. Price Julian Glenn Robertson. Julian Glenn Landry. Robertson Chip, came. Glenn Robinson. I was going to tell you, Jim Rob, Glenn Robinson Bought came the best clutch king cake I've ever on had. the best oh, king cake king cake I've ever amazing. had. And I've been in. Who got the baby? Tim. I've been in Louisiana for... Th- That's the, the baby from the king cake right there. For 34 fucking years, and this king cake blew my fucking mind. Nice. It was the soft icing it on was, it. It was the icing. It, well, we yes. did... Before that, we did go to Oak Alley Plantation. Oh. That was Wednesday no, night. No, no, no. That was Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Wednesday... Wait, where did we go Wednesday night for we dinner? We went to Donisonville, which is the city that Cindy and I got married in, and we had dinner at a, a Grapevine Cafe. Which was this city that we had our rehearsal dinner in. The Same restaurant. restaurant. Same restaurant, yeah. Then we had a re- rehearsal dinner in. So we did that Wednesday night with Tim, Adam, James, and Jennifer. And then Thursday, they went to Oak Alley Plantation in Which was fucking St. That's James. awesome. I met them at lunch for Bloody Mary if you, if I was you have so it, hungover. Just Google Oak Alley Plantation and it's it's a... Are those spectacle? What, what are the what are the trees that uh, that grow? Live oaks. So the story, live oaks, yeah, live, live oaks. God. So the story is is twenty eight live oaks. So this was this when the plantation owner built this house, he laid these oaks down for his 
daughter that Grand. he was his granddaughter, right? Granddaughter. granddaughter. Okay, for his he laid these oaks down in anticipation of his granddaughter's wedding, and they basically planted a particular spider. type of spider in these oak trees, and this spider these spiders basically way or wove silk a silk basically like canopy for a hundred yards between these oak trees mm-hmm. and he, he just let it go forever 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 finally his granddaughter got married and basically she walked down this path and it was this woven silk woven canopy between these oak trees for his granddaughter's wedding and this I mean this was probably hundred plus years ago whenever this took place but it was basically all laid into place hundreds of years ago when this house was built and he basically planted these oak these oak trees and it's it's insane. It's a, it's a fucking spectacle. Yeah, if you've ever seen what a southern-style plantation is supposed to look like, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. This is this is quintessential plantation home, period. Yeah. Yes, without a doubt. The history... Yeah, I was glad you guys got to see it, because oh, it's it. not Me something... Too. I mean, people come to New Orleans to hang out in Mardi Gras, but like to see that side of it is pretty cool. There's so much history, and there's so much... Romanticism of the his of that area of that era, as much as like there was bad shit that Absolutely. went down. Oh yeah, there was a lot of things that we wouldn't have today if that shit didn't go down. Exactly, we don't necessarily so, agree with everything that they did there, but it brought us to this history, exactly. which is awesome. So well, we like the story of. Well, it. that's one of the things that really ties into this movie is that that Southern cuisine is very very West African. I mean, if if you don't look Car- at the Caribbean. West African, yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, more you Caribbean. Well, I think it's I think it's a lot of West African with the, the the rice harvesting and the okra and stuff like that. Well you have to you have to be careful with that because different areas brought in different things. Sicilian. And there was a lot of slavery and I beg I beg you lot. to go watch Chef's Table on Netflix about Sean Brock. It's very, very revealing of how the cuisine goes from this this portion of well, the, that's the but world. that's the thing is New Orleans is a melting pot because a lot of people there's came a up lot through that more area. To, exactly. So like, it's not just there, there's no way to narrow this down to just so you, one. You have to area. understand that the world, the world entered America through New, New Orleans. Orleans. The world yeah. entered America through New Orleans. You had, you had two ports of entry: New York and New Orleans. My family came up from New Orleans. So that's and that's what I was I was explaining to them that this was such a pivotal. A pivotal point of the revolution because because if you whenever the revolutionists won the battle of New Orleans we basically said hey fuck you you can't blockade us in you know the the, <laughs> the Europeans were trying to swing the river and basically blockade us in um, you know around the back so that's where super pivotal revolutionary part was but even today I mean having so I guess we never really said it, but Huey P. Long, crazy, controversial governor of Louisiana, when he built the bridge in Baton Rouge, the original Baton Rouge bridge for the interstate system, was built low enough to where no no uh, cargo ship or container ship could pass through it. Because his whole thought was, I'm going to build a bridge super fucking low, and now every portion of trade has to stop and offload in Baton Rouge. It's the highest point that you can put a cargo ship up the Mississippi River. So everything has to offload in Baton Rouge and go. So 
owning that portion of the of the river all the way back from Revolutionary War times to modern times is is massive for for trade and and uh, and industry. So Trenton, what you're what you're talking about the influ the influence of of cuisine. I mean, that's where everyone came into Middle America is right there in, in Louisiana and New Orleans. But you also have to remember that it was a huge pirate area, and that there were pirates who actually hung out in that in that plantation for a while. Jean, Jean Lafitte was a good friend Jean of Lafitte the family. Was owned one of the main, exactly. So there's a there, there's a lot of it's one of the better plantation doors that, from what I understand, a lot of it is free roaming where you'll go in. You don't actually have to pay until you actually tour the building. The if you want house. to tour the building, that's the, the, ha- where, the main the main house. The main house, exactly. Honestly, the Nola sheet up looked like so much fun. Uh, Brent and Sydney, thank you for hosting Tim and Adam. They needed that. It was a, it was a weekend away. It was I would say it was it was only stress free because I don't think they could remember what they were stressing <laughs> about. <laughs> oh, I do. I absolutely no, do. No, I do now, and it, don't let's not talk about it. Uh, you know what? They've never been to the Edison. Exactly. What, same kind of same kind of situation. You just were like I eh, whatever. All right. I only Look, blacked out parts of New Orleans. <laughs> I, like really, I didn't really black good. out like, New Orleans at all. Oh, I, I did. Uh, yes, you did. You don't remember the whole walk back up from the hotel room? You said which night? <laughs> I remember that. That no, I don't remember sitting in the Sazerac. I remember everything else but hey, sitting. We were in the there for a good hour. Let me. Let me <laughs> Tim lost me, time. Let me finish Thursday night, and then then we can proceed to actual New Orleans. Okay. So, so Thursday night we had crawfish ball. We had neighbors and some local friends. Um, Tim, Adam, James, Jennifer. Uh, we had Chip Price, Jillian, and Glenn Robinson. Uh, Ended up, ended up coming. There were every everyone there was absolutely amazing, super, super amazing. That's the one thing I, I've I've never met a shooter that hasn't been more than just heartwarmingly amazing. It was it was awesome, yes. um, and totally. I can tell you, I, I I felt so awesome too because you got to think we invited uh, essentially five. So James had been, has been to our home before, well six. So Jennifer, Tim, Adam. Chip, Jillian, Glenn Robinson, six strangers just, hey, here's our address, come over. Actually, no, take it back. We also had uh, Ross Maricott, Ten Sheets, and and yeah. his his wife, uh, just Jessica there. So they were awesome. Um, and they're and the crazy thing is, is they they've been friends of mine for a decade. Um, and whenever it was crazy, because whenever they he joined Three Sheets, I was like. Holy fuck, Ross! What are you? What are you doing? Like, who the hell are you? So anyway, but these people came to our, our home, never knowing them from, you know, an hour before to an hour after. We're best friends. They're at our home. It was just what you expect, and that's why I love this group too. Because you see it even this past weekend, people popping up and doing meetups in the parks and all around the world. I mean, all around the country, Chicago, wherever they're at, go out and meet a sheeter. We are all. Everybody is good people. I have, like I said I haven't met one person that I wouldn't allow to come to my home. You look down at down at Disney World. Uh, two two friends of mine that I've known for years uh, in New Jersey, the Bossongs, Craig and Ashley. They went down to 
Walt Disney World and they met up with Chris and Ron and Shan and they're like, where have you guys been all our lives? Right here, baby. We're right here. So, so Thursday was amazing. We did a couple sacks of crawfish, uh, true coon-ass fashion. It was awesome. Did uh, Tim eat a crawfish? No. Negative. No. Negative. Oh, Tim. Negative. However, I ate his share. I'm sure you did, Adam. <laughs> Brent, Brent made me a burger. I did some bur- I did some burgers and hot you didn't dogs. Try hot one? Dogs. No. no. Everybody else crushed. Everybody first else of all, crushed. It, was it, was, it was good. There was a lot. It, for Tim, that's a lot of I work know. to eat a little I bit know. of it's, no, it's a lot of work in general to eat a little bit of meat. It's the, like the, the whole smell Exos, of crawfish. Yeah, exoskeleton. Mud bugs. Yeah, mud They're bugs. They're so good. Holy shit! Was super spicy? Awesome. You suck all that. You suck all that head juice out. Mm. Mm-hmm. I did eat some potatoes and some corn from the the crawfish boil, but okay. sausage. It's and sausage. Sausage. Yeah. sausage out of it. So we make it through Thursday. Friday, about one or two o'clock, we. Uh, all I'm finally off of work everybody's waiting on me I get off and um, we pile seven deep in a suburban and we fucking head out you know we, we had out- given a shout out to Lauren Tomachek yeah Tomachek was there for the, for the whole thing we head out east like a fucking just band of heathens in this fucking suburban. Got an ice chest rolling. We're drinking some Mabita strawberries and and whatever else is available in the suburban, and we're fucking allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly that's right. Allegedly. It's like Missouri. It's as, like long Missouri. As, the, as long as as long as the driver's not drinking, it's all fine. Whatever. It's all good. No, literally, the pastors can drink in the state of Missouri. Um. The one thing I have to say about driving into New Orleans, mm-hmm. it's old. The best way I can describe New Orleans, at least for me, was old New York. Just the feel of the actual city is like yeah. late seventies, early eighties to mid nineties New York City. Okay, where it's not cleaned up and it's not gentrified. This is a city it's that's raw. a city. It's raw. It's fun. It's dangerous it, there's that 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 like undercurrent of like stabbed. probably Ooh. shouldn't be doing this shit not not even that I but i probably shouldn't be doing this shit but i'm doing it like anyway. someone got shot on saturday night and died on bourbon street yeah. while we were there yeah. it that's happens not, that's north it charleston I'm yeah it happens yeah, yeah exactly it happens but anyway so we, we make it in to new orleans on friday um Sydney and I had made a decision to bring everyone to Drago's Seafood Restaurant, Super New Orleans Famous. It's in the bottom of the Hilton Hotel, Riverside. It's it was it's it's a great restaurant, but I gotta say is where we, we, we made a we we made a bad misstep right here because we went with a super, 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 super touristy place and we should have known better. You know, we should have known that Sheeters would have been okay with a local place more than a touristy place. So, this I would say this is the only mistake we made the whole trip was bringing bringing everyone to Drago's. So, so Brant, why did you choose Drago's call, call over, Drago? like, Acme? Oh, Acme would have been worse. Really? Yes. Acme, okay. Acme is uber touristy. Drago's oh, okay. Drago's is a little so Acme is a chain mega chain that, that stretches outside of New Orleans Drago's is at least 
inside and inside. I figured. I figured. Look, it's like Geno's and Pat's. Geno's and Pat's are the two most famous cheesesteaks in Philadelphia, but they're not the best. But that's it. But that's the game that you play with. Right. It's like everybody has to go. But I wouldn't recommend it. So same thing. Same thing. So Drago Drago's is just quintessential New Orleans. But it's here's the here's the deal. I think Drago's is famous because the original location is the one we went to, and it's in the middle of one of the largest hotels in New Orleans, across the street from the casino in New Orleans. So it's just, it's a mega high traffic area, so it's famous for that. I don't know, and I, I, look, here's a crazy thing too, I'll tell you, they don't take reservations, and I fucking made calls to people and got a reservation. Like, that's how much we, like, worked to get in, to get into Drago's, and it was totally unnecessary. And it was okay, but it's probably the worst thing. It probably was the worst meal they ate the entire time they were in. Yeah, they were down. in Louisiana. Hands down, I can honestly say it. And I love oysters. I love food. Did you get the char grilled ones? We did get char grilled ones. Yes, we hey, had both. Char grilled. The char grilled ones were pretty good, though. But they were good, but it's just char grilled oysters are pretty I damn good. I don't know what I expect. It, it, it just reminded me of like. I kind of like almost like a, a cheaper version of Red Lobster. And it's awful to say. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I mean. But it just, it was it was good. Don't get me wrong. But it, would I have to do it again? Absolutely not. However, the hamburger place. Holy shit. Right. Well, we'll okay, there. so we'll get there. So Thursday. Well, that was where the uh, the Rubik's joined us. So, yeah. All right. It was the, the Rubik's. Oh, I, you have to. No, you that don't. Out. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No, you, you actually don't because they said when I asked them of the correct pronunciation, they said people say whatever. People call us Rubik's cubes, whatever. So, so they're they're familiar with the mispronunciation of the last name, the, the Robiques. Robiques, I think is how, how it's. I think said. it's Robique. Robique. Uh, yeah. Tamara and Mark and Mark, uh, which were fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I think New Orleans might have bit Tamara in the ass a couple times, but uh, Mark wrote it out like a like a dog. He was in it the whole time, so he did good. And I, I know he's listening because he made a comment at dinner that he he uh, spit his coffee out when listening to the episode um, the episode about all the ass play shit that y'all had. These <laughs> so he got yeah. he, he got there he got there and said we just drove in for six hours listening to that episode and I literally spit coffee on my dashboard. So. We um, we figured that was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, at least somebody. So you got you got at least somebody on the, on uh, on that. But um, so yeah, they joined us there, and then so this was the best decision that Sydney and I had made the entire trip. We left Drago's, and we took the entire group to Pat O'Brien's, which Pat O'Brien sits on. Bourbon in St. Louis, but it's like an L. It, it has like a corner, it's a corner. Humongous. It's a massive. Pat O'Brien's is like the quintessential piano bar in in Bourbon, but it's got several bars and a restaurant and a patio and a courtyard and all this shit. So we take them in, but we take them in on the entrance that's off Bourbon Street. So we get to Pat O'Brien's and it's time to party, but they still haven't made it to Bourbon Street. So at this point, we order. The th- fucking three hundred ounce, whatever it was, the big, the big hurricane, hurricane. three so gallon, Tim, so Tim, fucking hurricane. Tim, tell me about the hurricane. Well, prior to this, several sheeters were posting videos of this thing. Like you guys have got to go and get this thing, so we couldn't disappoint. Knowing that you guys were going to New Orleans and knowing that you guys were going to Pat O'Brien's, right. sheeters. Well, we, this. we didn't know we were going to Pat O'Brien's at the time. 
We did not know. I well, Ace, I didn't know we were going again. Oh, we but, we knew. But they, Ooh, we, <laughs> yeah, they right. we knew about this huge ass fucking hurricane though. <laughs> yeah, she just started posting this video and was like, "We gotta get it. We gotta do one." So it's nine of us. They bring this this glass and they have us inspect it because you can buy the glass and take it home with you. So here's the thing about Pat O'Brien's is that every everything they serve, it's kind of like. It's kind of like Trader Sam's. It comes in a signature glass, but you you pay for it up front. And if you yeah. want the refund, you have to return the glass to get the in refund. In the condition you got it. In the condition you got it. Not so not like Trader Sam's where it's like, hey, do you want to pay juice twenty five dollars? Juice or price or yeah, exactly. This is like you're paying fifty fucking regardless. If you want the twenty five refund, you got to go bring it back to the bar and get the twenty five dollar refund. Big the big glass was no exception. Yeah, it was like seventy five dollars. Jesus Christ! That was a lot of alcohol it for that. Was, for the, that's for a the lot product. of that's, ice. It was a I'll lot of what. ice. I'll tell you what, though, for the amount of alcohol you got in that, seventy five bucks is not a bad price. No, really no, 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 no. Seventy five dollars was the glass. Was oh, if you wanted to buy the glass, the glass, the drink itself the ended up to be what, like one twenty five. One twenty five. The vessel was seventy five bucks. So, fifty bucks for the alcohol. All right, no, so one twenty-five. No, 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 no. One twenty-five of the alcohol, seventy-five of the vessels, okay. two hundred all together. Okay. You're dropping two hundred dollars yeah. to get it to your table. Yes. yes. And then you get seventy-five back if you return the glass. Yes. So what happens yeah. is, is they bring it to you. It's two Don't separate. Break it. it's, it's two separate tickets. The guy brings you a, that brings you the glass on your table. Boom. You inspect the glass on your table. He leaves it there. He goes get a ticket for seventy-five bucks. You sign it. You. You paid seventy five bucks. Boom, done. You paid it. Then he okay. takes the then he takes the glass, brings it back, fills it with the hurricane, comes back with the hurricane and a bill for one twenty five. So you're two hundred bucks in, and you got to go return this glass for seventy five dollars to get it. And this is where James and Jennifer Goodman are fucking sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> this was fucking shocker genius. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say they're fucking sneaky. No, this was fucking genius. Brant, Brant, hold on. Let me put on my shocked face. No, but this was genius. Genius. They played us all of a fucking fool. They played a fuck. They did. Played us all of a fool. Of course they no, did. No, but this was like really bad. Of course. And they I, did. I'll just I'll tell the story because it's kind of funny. It's not that not that big of a deal, and I, I don't I don't think they'll be upset about it. But so so James so I'm I. I I already said, hey, I got I got this. I got first round. Y'all just catch us when we go through Bourbon Street. There'll be plenty of opportunities to square up. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I got it. No yeah, big deal. good luck. I can see what this is already so James, So James goes, dude, I want the glass because I'm going to etch some three sheets shit in it. Here's 80 bucks for the glass to etch the three sheet shit in it. I'm like, all right, no. Awesome. Cool. So I take the 80 bucks, put it in my pocket. The dude brings the glass. He goes, oh, never mind. I don't want the glass. Keep the money. Son of a bitch. I was like, you're not supposed to pay <laughs> for this, you so son of a beautiful. bitch. Oh, yeah. He just fucking, he, he just got me on his portion, his portion of the drink. Oh, yeah. So sly. Had no intention of taking the glass at all. I'm like, dude, are you fu-? I got him back because he didn't pay for another fucking drink on Bourbon Street that night. Good for you. Good. Dude, they fucking ripped a check. I literally ripped the check <laughs> in half with him fighting over a check at, at the pizza place. Um, they were literally truly Dominico's. fighting over a fucking check. All right, look, well, Noel, uh, New Orleans sounded like and looked like 
a lot of fun from the live videos. I think you guys set a record for most live videos in a weekend. Absolutely. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I do not know what you're talking about. Just so y'all know, you won't see me in many of those videos. <laughs> well, hey. you know what, Adam? Smarter than the average. Me and Barrett, me and Brand have been <laughs> less than clothed in many a video together. That is that is true. I definitely know two of them, and they both were at the Polynesian. Um, but must be the Polynesian. I tell people too, Tim. I think whenever we finished that hand, we finished at Hurricane at Pato's. So Scott, that's what I was saying. We 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 took him in off of off of Bourbon Street. We went to Pato's. We drank this big ass Hurricane. Everybody got their buzz on, and then we were like, "All right, are y'all ready for Bourbon Street? We're about to hit Bourbon Street." We walk out of Pato's. We hit Bourbon Street, and it was like we literally just opened up a top. And they were just ping, 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 <laughs> just down Bourbon Street, all the way. That's all I remember is hopping all the way bar, down Bourbon Street. Bar, bar, bar. It was like when you open the champagne the wrong way and just like goes everywhere. But it was like literally a spinning top down an alley. It just it, we we banked off of every door we could have possibly hit down Bourbon Street, and then it was just. There was a, there it was the it ended at it ended at Crystal Burger, and and you guys yep. got to work the big ass beer sign. Yes, y'all did. Which yeah, you know, Sydney's a pro at, right? Oh, of oh Crystal Burger. She, she, that, she works that corner. That cheese and inter, oh, that cheese and inter combo. Crystal. Oh, I am still so pissed. They made me throw out those French fries. New Orleans sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like it was a great time. You guys had a lot of fun, but going forward. A new sheet up is happening real soon in uh, April. Yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars running things. Star Wars hot mess, <laughs> broken my legs. I'm not going to live through this. Ah, you'll make it through <laughs> just fine. If I can run a mile, you can run like 15. So when it, when does the first sheeter arrive in April? I think most of us are getting there. April 3rd? The I'm, getting the, I'm getting out of the 4th because I'm not running. Second or the third? Whatever the Wednesday is. The third. It's the, the, thir- the third. It's the third. Most of us arrive. A lot of us arrive on Wednesday. Okay. And then, I don't think we have anything major going on because there's a lot of fucking people running this time around. And in order to run, we need to sleep and hydrate, and so, not alcohol. So hydrate. I, w- I like, will take point for anyone not running. And more getting drunk, Trenton. Yep. Me and Brad to so, handle that shit. Yeah. There so, so Thursday, um, we'll probably meet somewhere on on Boardwalk area. I would think Thursday and Friday. Um, we do have a big, uh, big dinner going on. If you haven't, if you haven't been part of that, sorry, it's way too late now. But. Uh, it's an early dinner, and we'll be done, and we'll be back on Boardwalk on Friday night, probably going into Epcot and watching Illuminations, because we know that shit's going away. Yep. So we're going to catch catch Illuminations at some point. Um, on Friday, that's the 5th. But if you if you want to uh, so get the, after that non-running crowd, sorry, Scott, if you want to get after that non-running crowd, me and Brant are the way to uh, contact yeah, us. Hit, a, hit us up. Well, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do late night drinking and and three sheeting, hit up Trenton and I. We'll we'll get you pl- plugged in. Yeah, Trenton will buy you a drink. And then yes. we'll be hanging out Sunday night. Yeah, no, yeah, like yeah later yeah, in the yeah. evening. After, after that, I mean, Tim and Adam, we're definitely gonna be with them too. Look, I, 
I can't wait to see Adam and kiss him right on that fucking forehead. That's my favorite thing to do. He knows it. I have to fucking shave my head. I have to give myself a haircut. <laughs> hey, so speaking of... So speaking of, just left turn, Illuminations. Is everybody going to get to see Illuminations before it's gone? I'm not ready. I'm not ready oh, for yeah, it to absolutely. be gone. Twice. I will have to see it probably Monday night, just to make sure I definitely ready, get though. it in. Mikey? I'm not ready. Mike, Mikey, you're gonna, are you going to see it? September, you're going to see it, right? We don't know if it's going to be there in September yet. That's my concern. Uh... I don't know. <clears throat> wait, no, wait, no, no. To the end of the year. Is it? Yeah, it's supposed to be at the no. end of the year. No, it's yeah. posted. No. It's posted. No, no I got, heard they, spring. They've got something else coming in, and then yes, two shows. I, I thought I thought it was posted. I, I thought it was posted through the end of the year. They got the retro Epcot show, and then from what I heard, it can close anytime after summer. Illuminations Reflections of Earth is still scheduled. Through the end of October 31, 2019. So you still have until October 31 to awesome. get it through. Awesome, seeing it in September. So I have, two, I have two trips for it. You guys have two trips for it. I think we all do. Uh, but yes, it's going away. So don't forget to get over to Epcot. Check out Illuminations. It's where uh, the Three Sheets Flag Lady uh, made her bones. Illuminations, I'll go on record right now, and I think we've talked about it before. Illuminations is the best fireworks show on property right now. Yes, we've all agreed. No, but I mean, that, that's including the Star Wars fireworks, which I... Okay. Okay, I think Illuminations is best up-close fireworks. And personal. No, No, but do you know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying <laughs> Illuminations is the best fireworks to see if you're yes. around... Yep. Uh, around... Yeah, so the lagoon. You can't so, see illuminations from far away and and get the same no. effect. No, but all right. So look, as we as we wrap up tonight's show, New Orleans was a lot of fun. A lot of stuff going on in New Orleans. Go check out Princess and the Frog. Give us your rate and review on the on the Facebook group, Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/three sheets. Let us know what you thought of the film. Let us know what your favorite songs are, your favorite characters, your least favorite, your favorite villain, which is the best villain ever. Almost. One of the best. One of the best. One top of the five. Best. He's a top five. Top five, easy. Yes. Um, but definitely go go check out the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets. That's where all the drunken debauchery happens. It's where the fun happens. It's where things like two men showering in a uh, stand-up shower happens. It's where a grown man riding a uh, mechanical bull happens. Which Jennifer mm. did better than I did, though. She, well, she you said Jen's better I, at writing than you are. She did. <laughs> <laughs> that That's particular bull, mechanical yes. bulls. <laughs> that bull, she is. <laughs> well, that's the answer you got. So, so look as we finish up tonight's show, Mikey, Magical Meltdown, our Bermudan artisan is back to work. We've we've cracked the whip. Get him He's in back line. to work. We've got some uh, orders that are going to get going to get filled uh, pretty quickly uh, and get shipped out. So I'm glad for that. Uh, new orders have come in. I've got. Uh, I want to say there's like a sale. I think coming there's up always a sale over dude. at the T Public to get a T-shirt because they always seem to have a sale. Yeah, uh, over there. 
Um, I'm sorry. It is it is uh, 35 degrees in my garage right now, so I'm trying really hard to focus. Mikey, it's snowing here. Mikey's like you're doing good. Mikey's like Jack after falling off the Titanic. He's like trying to like focus. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, it's... is that is that popcorn ceiling or is that snow on the top of your roof? Yes, uh, the answer is yes. yes. All right, so <laughs> I want to thank you all for joining us this week on Three Sheets of Mouse. If you liked the show, if you enjoyed it, go over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Um, go Also, if you're a member of the Facebook group and you have not rate or reviewed or subscribed the show, I'll post a link to the top of the page where you can find how easy it is to do it. It really is not hard. Um, we ask you to go do it so Trent can get drunk one night and read all of the oh, reviews. Oh, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal. But also, mm. go over to Instagram, Twitter. Follow us on, at Three Sheets Podcast. If you're over there, tag us in your Instagram. Tag us in your Twitter. Don't forget to use the hashtag Three Sheets Nation, at Three Sheets Podcast. That's how you'll get us to like your photo, uh, give the little heart thing that they do on Instagram, and we might even retweet it on Twitter. But if you really want to interact, like I said, go over to the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets. Make sure you answer the questions when you join and just become part of the Three Sheets Nation. So, guys, tonight, lots of fun. Brant, as our guest, give us our first closing remarks. So, I'm glad we actually got to sit down and talk about uh, a city near and dear to my wife and I. Um, New Orleans, it's great. I'm glad that um, some outsiders got to come in and check it out. Uh, I think we, as quickly as it is, it's kind of a Disney scenario. We had a very short time to show them as much as we possibly could, and I think we hit a bunch of highlights um, in it. And I think, um, yeah, I think they got to see the real sense of New Orleans. So that was awesome. Glad we got to talk about New Orleans tonight. Love it. Super excited for shoot-ups that are coming up. April is slowly or quickly, excuse me, quickly approaching. 30, about 30 days out from when we record right now. And then uh, September, man, September, Adam, I hope you talk more about this, but September is rapidly approaching uh, mm-hmm. the, a- the ADR mark. So, um, man, can't wait for both of those trips. It's getting real close. Thank you guys for having us on. I appreciate it so much. Love everybody. See y'all soon. And Sydney, as our guest, give me some closing remarks. Tonight. My closing remarks are: I love New Orleans. I love how much Mardi Gras brings our city back together. This city, multiple times, could have fallen apart, but because of Drew Brees and Saints football in New Orleans, it's held together. So no one hates on Drew Brees. Everybody no, loves him. Everybody loves him, and everybody loves Mardi Gras. So Drew Brees and Mardi Gras keeps the city, is the good of the city of New Orleans. And we love being a part of it, and we're thankful that you guys let us be a part of tonight. And I am going to bed. Tim, give me some closing remarks tonight. I just want to thank the Burks and their family for putting us up for a couple days and putting up with us for a couple days, showing us their city the way they see it, and just showing us a grand time. Nice. It was an amazing week. One way we sorely needed. Mm-hmm. All right, Mikey, give me some closing remarks tonight. Uh, echoing, and this is going to be a lot like other segments of the show. I just want to, you know, echo everybody else. I'm glad uh, Brant hung out with us. Uh, I'm glad Sydney was here. Um, it's always great when uh, podcasts can collide. 
so you know, I, one family. Wrong movie. Uh, that's 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 Tarzan. So to finish my closing remarks, real quick, like uh, Brant and Sydney, love you guys. Looking forward to seeing y'all pretty soon. The rest of y'all, uh, I'm happy to see y'all. I'm, I'm a lot of y'alls. I'm glad Tim and Adam lived. Yes, and we have. Uh, yeah. Grant, thanks for returning them back to us. Somewhat whole, mostly whole. A little dented, little dented. Manager special. Look like Spike dinted. Jr. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm telling you, you do not come to New Orleans and you do not leave without a bruise. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, try and give me some closure remarks tonight. Hey, Adam, you have to talk real quick. You've never seen Tarzan? No, I've never seen Tarzan. Trenton, you haven't seen Sleeping Beauty. Have you seen, Sleep- have you seen Sleeping Beauty, Adam? Yes. Okay. Well. What's product dream, bitches? I've never Adam, seen Tarzan, though, Adam, I'll be honest. Tarzan was on Sunday at our house. <laughs> you were there, We didn't man. watch it. I slept you were, through it. Yo, you the, did sleep no, through it. You no, did no, sleep no, through it. No, no, no. Because it was on Freeform, and Freeform has the yeah. longest they commercial. Do. I would say that you have Tarzan. Ever they do. In your life. It's like Tarzan we is. Were, we were in a meat coma. It's like uh, we Tarzan were in a meat coma. is. We have to talk about that in another yeah. episode. I will say, yeah, Adam. We need to have a Adam New Orleans right. food episode. Adam is yeah. right. Freeform has like ten minutes of movie, fifteen minutes of commercials. Tarzan. Tarzan is still a better movie. Yeah, I, there was no way I was staying awake. Okay, Adam, give me some closure remarks tonight. <laughs> Again, thank you all for having us down to New Orleans. We would probably have never made it down there without you guys, so I we truly appreciate it. We definitely needed a break from all the shit that was going on in our real life, so definitely, definitely appreciate all that. Um, as for the meetup, September is right around the corner, and Brent mentioned ADRs. We finally decided... As Where are you group, going to dinner? What we are doing, we are actually going to do, and I'm going to screw this up because I get them both confused. Boma is the yes. buffet, right? So we are doing Boma dinner. We do not know which night it's going to be at at this point. But if you are interested, I will post something probably tomorrow. So tonight is Sunday. When we record Monday, there will be a post as to who is interested in actually going we will figure out the date in the near future, but as long as I have a count, we will figure this Most out. Most likely Friday or Saturday, we're thinking, which is the, the 20th or 21st. Possibly. Everything's kind of up in the air, depending on other things right now. There's a few things, and I know you guys are going to get pissed, but, you know, we like our own time, too, and there's a few things that are kind of clashing together right now, so... Um, we will figure it out. It will definitely be a dinner at yeah, Needless to say, there will be something where the Sheeters can come and join and have a mm-hmm. grand old time at Boma, which is probably one of the best dinner buffets on property. Not to be missed. Hands Not down. to be missed. So do go over and check out the announcements section of the page uh, of the Facebook group, and you can make sure you sign up for, have notifications for the uh, big summer blowout at the end of September. It's September twentieth, right? Eighteenth, uh, the 18th. Wednesday, 18th. Through, through the weekend. The Wednesday, eighteenth through the weekend, which is going to be what? Eighteenth to the twenty second. Yeah. Yeah, the Sunday. So eighteenth to twenty third of September. If you're going to be down in Disney World, make sure you go check it out. And make sure you become part of that because 
a sheet up is a great time to meet some wonderful people, meet some wonderful friends that you will never know that you needed in your life. Pretty so, um, Brant, Sydney, thanks for coming on the show. A lot of fun tonight. Tim, Adam, welcome back. Glad you survived. Trenton, Mikey, it's good to see you again. Yeah. And so I will say, from all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time this time. And until next time, so long for just a while. Hey, Shan, you asked for this, so you're going to get it. You're welcome. He's not, he's not chugging it. He's just Anybody? finishing it. Don't do the thing. Don't do the, he's doing the thing. He did the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, well, that was rude. It's nice knowing you guys. Yep. Good thing it's yep. Mardi Gras He's weekend. Got in I don't his have beard to work now. too much tomorrow. Oh, God. City throws up babies. I think it's pooped my lungs out. My cat's crying by the door, and I know it's going to pick up on here. This is why we're dog people. Put, put, Put the cat Funny in the cradle with a silver spoon. Oh, jeez. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I, I just want everyone to recognize how glorious Brandon is. Look at that beard. Oh. I know, I just got him a shirt for our dog's birthday party this weekend, and it said, what did it say? Best bearded, beer-loving dog dad. And, I'm, and he wants to... Sh- I want to say I'm an inspiration. You so. are. You helped me talk him into growing it. Well, now... Yeah, this is clean. Brent, Brent decided, <laughs> I'm going to make mine nice and luxurious, and Trent's like, I'm going to keep it homeless. <laughs> well, maybe if you didn't shit so much. I, I, I feel like I... I did not. That's I did the, not wait, shit. Pot calling kettle. Wait, time out. Pot calling kettle. How many times have we had to stop yeah. in Disney just for you to go boom boom? He goes boom boom during the episodes. Boop. Me too, Boop. Adam. I've worked since we've came back from there, the Orleans. There I'm was. Like, no. I, I did laugh my ass off of that episode, but there was an astronomical amount of ass talk. <laughs> an astronomical amount. Well, I. You know what? There's only one person that kept bringing that ass up. Sure, and I'm pretty sure we stopped multiple times for you to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah, the absolutely. Uh, 
every three feet. That's yeah. true. I'm pretty sure we had to we had to code name it Boom Boom so we could talk about it in public and not say shit. Really? I'm gonna end your life. Uh, so we we crossed ten thirty and she turned into a fucking total asshole. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> You're making me mean. You I was like literally being literally nice. You just said the first thing when you came on the microphone for the last 30 minutes was fuck you guys. Well, because they're being assholes. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. All right, where are we going from here? Because I'm confused. Okay, so. Well, you know what? Guys, don't make out with each other. There's your, there's your That's solution. That's what happened. I told Brent to keep his mouth to himself, but he didn't. The main, the main house. All right. All right. I'm topping out, guys. It's almost 11 o'clock, and I got to go to bed in the morning. So, I mean, I got to go to work. I got to go to work. Boys show, boys show. Oh. Saturday is for the boys, except it's Sunday. <laughs>